parts are good. Excellent. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to the Soul Citizens. I am Griffin Gaming RPG, and I am back again, and we are back again with another fun-filled conversation about our favorite game, Elite Di Star Citizen. Star Citizen. <laughs> and uh, we've got a great group of people here today. I'm excited. This is another one of those great topics and shows, and of course, having a great guest with us. Uh, that I think we have a lot of fun with this one. So let me start out uh, with uh, let's start out with ladies first. We'll start off on the far right of the screen there, and let's uh, we haven't seen her in a little bit, but we are happy that beautiful smile she always brings to our show, the lovely and very cool and very smart love machine. Welcome back. Hey, how are you? Hey, doing good. It's good to be back. It's nice you saying all that nice stuff after getting my nerves bad. Really <laughs> dangerous, but thank you, thank you everybody, thank you shipwreck. Start everybody in the chat. How you doing? Hey, I'm love machine from the rec raiders we're gonna have fun tonight guys all right rec raider love and she said she's got some ships that she's ready to talk about too i heard this in the pre-show so i look forward to seeing that uh next to me is uh the, the man himself uh named after i don't know if you named after batman or you just decided to take that name on but <laughs> dark knight 75 part of it. is part of it okay <laughs> okay i've it. never yeah, asked you what the lore is on your name but okay very cool yeah. Yeah, how are you man part of it. pretty good pretty good we had a fun weekend uh doing some xeno threats so it uh it's been exciting yeah yeah, yeah friday nights right we have our friday night yeah. fun friday uh, nights, this we, uh if you could if you all want to come join us some Friday nights, usually about, uh, what, 9 o'clock? Uh, uh, central, Eastern, central, central, yeah, 8 Central. Yeah. I don't know. We've been kind of flexing the time. It depends on who's Jump around. Jump on our Discord, and yeah. we're there, and going in and having some fun. But, yeah, yeah last Absolutely. night was great. Absolutely. Absolutely. And last but not, and definitely not least, there's a special guest here. Now, I saw this guy not too long ago i didn't know that he had been following us but i started following him i saw him and you know this is another one of those situations love machine you got something in common with with uh abdi and it's it's the fact that i saw him on paul's show as well that's how i got love machine oh. abdi i saw her on there talking about the uh atmo race sports coming up with the rec raiders and i was like oh who is this smart intelligent woman let me find out who she is so paul referenced me to her and then i happen to see you also on the astro pub show as well so we've got abdi johan who's been hanging out with us for a while but man we are happy to have you here today i'm happy to be here thanks for having me yeah my name is abdiwak uh, i go by abdi johan on twitch on twitter on all the things uh i'm a graphic designer illustrator and uh i stream my illustration work and uh and star citizen um on thursdays maybe i don't know i'm thinking about changing that up because soul talk is on thursday i'm like oh, i gotta i gotta i can't i can't double time that that's uh so i'll, I'll be working out the schedule a little bit but um you can catch me at Abdi Johan on all the places, but so yeah. happy to be here. And yeah, uh, I was on that show with Fast Cart um, on uh, Astro Pub's show, and that was that was super fun. Yeah, that I, I was that was a good time. So good happy to be here. Good man. Well, we're happy to have you here with us today. And uh, like I said, we've got a a, a a full show of stuff to talk about today. But as you guys saw the title of this show, you see the uh, the the graphic that's on the screen. Uh, this is might be before this might be before Love Machine's time, but no, Love Machine's gonna know what that is. You know what that you know what that's from, right? Love Machine, the graphic. 
uh what is this some uh old movie i haven't seen or oh something? my god see look at that see how she made me an old man dark knight you see how she does me see you yeah, see how she's right. she's just gonna say is this <laughs> your kids were too dark she, Knight. don't pretend she could have just said she could have just said is this some movie she said an old movie which put me in the category right off the bat okay all right so <laughs> let, i lived in europe first when i was growing up okay i'm just a lot <laughs> oh my god colossal you see how she's treating me man okay so okay so dark knight let me ask you does that picture reference anything for you uh yeah it does represent the uh the movie in many ways okay what, uh, what movie is it what movie is it apocalypse now apocalypse now right okay that's apocalypse okay now. that's okay yep. and, and love machine don't get me wrong this is it is an ancient film okay so i'm not i, I was just mm -hmm. curious if you happen to know what it was uh, yeah, you... i saw total recall is that is that like lord, it I just... <laughs> oh, oh lord total recall oh my goodness okay oh, yeah. see it when it gets on netflix oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay we, we're not going to even get into this I, I know you are abdi what about you were you familiar with the graphics there the little play on that thing yeah I'm, I'm a film major so i had to watch this one this oh. is marlon brando uh right and, yes and, who else uh, who else you remember putting his like weird like washing his face and all that kind of stuff in yep. the dark and, uh -huh. and being, uh, you remember creep. okay okay yeah this is a this is textbook i it, love it yeah though. what it is uh just so you'll know for those of you who don't know it is kind of considered a classic in the sense of military films and it was about vietnam that whole thing of like i love the smell the smell of napalm in the morning and all that stuff came from this particular film this was uh francis ford was a francis ford coppola right was this was his film wasn't it i think directed I think so, yeah. it yeah i think directed I think so. it well anyway normally where chris's head is is where marlon brando's head is and so i just kind of took a play on that for for uh for those of you younger people in the room i will just say that and i'm talking about chat mind you not on my team here okay but um what we're really talking about are the ships in Star Citizen that are going to, I guess you could say, bring on the hellfire. By the way, X is Nahilo Omnia. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that prime sub. Thanks for kicking us off in a very cool way. And Commander, is it Romaskime ECC? I know I slaughtered your name. Please forgive me. And James Jamitus seventeen. Thank you guys also for the follow. Robin, thank you for the raid too. By the way, thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Um, so we're talking about the ships that are supposed to really bring down or rain down hell on players in the game. Now, most of these ships are going to be ships that, yeah, they do fly in space, but we're really also talking about a lot of the what could be in the level of ground attacks or ground operations. So we're going to be kind of pushing those ships through the conversation today. Um, so let me start out with one of the very first ones. I know Love Machine is itching to get on this one because it's one of my favorites, too. And that's uh, the, we're gonna talk about ages first. We're kind of going to use alphabetical as far as the manufacturers go. But uh, we're gonna talk about the Eclipse. Uh, one of those ships that uh, really didn't see a lot of gameplay other than for people who love the ship. But then once Xeno came in, you started seeing people kind of breaking this thing out, right? Love Machine, people started breaking out their, uh, their uh, Eclipses. Did you break out your uh, Eclipse? I was saying the first Xeno threat they did now with turret supremacy. Um, mm -hmm. We're seeing a lot more retaliators in the field, but that doesn't stop the Eclipse from being my favorite uh, triangle out of all the ships that are triangle-shaped. <laughs> this one's the best. <laughs> okay, your favorite triangle. I like <laughs> that. I like that. I like that. Okay, well, you got the arrow. You got several other ones, but of all the polygons. This uh, is the one, huh? This is the most extreme. Okay, let's take a quick look at the uh, the trailer for it, okay?
Okay, uh, the, you and I, we have film background. You got to give them credit for the fact that they shot that thing with no dialogue and then closed it out with being heard, don't be heard. You know, the acts, I love the fact that the, these jokers know how to put together such great marketing that even if you don't want the ship, you want to go buy it, right? I mean, it's it's very, very cool. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, oh, yeah. Love Machine, let's jump to you first because I know this is one of the ones that you want to have comment about uh, this particular ship. Let's talk about it. What's What do you like about it? Uh, anything you want to share about it? Your observations about it? Um, so I know in the video it was moving really fast, and right now in game it's it doesn't really, you know, it's not a jet, right? <laughs> like, you're not flying it that fast, but it is a beautiful ship. Um, and what, the only thing this doesn't show about it is the interior, which is my favorite feature of the whole ship. Um, the, the cockpit is so claustrophobic. You have that very narrow field of view, mm -hmm. like, you know, the U.S. military has the B-2 Spirit Bomber, which is a two-crew with that same profile. It's a scary, menacing, stealth triangle with that limited cockpit view all the switches up and down and i think star citizen really captured capture that essence really well when you're flying it in the game mm -hmm. um so it might be outgunned by the retaliator for now but to me it is a devastating stealth triangle mm -hmm. that just you know terrifies people when it's on your radar mm, okay Abby, what about you what do you think about the eclipse um I'm a I'm a Harbinger fanboy. I really mm -hmm. like that ship a lot, and I know that's next. But mm -hmm. I think it's a it's a really cool ship. I can't remember exactly uh, its armaments, mm -hmm. though. Um, I know it's 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 kind of like a it's not a multi crew ship at all, right? Right. Right. No, single. it's single, which is the only thing that sucks because the B two in real life is a two crew. So I kind mm -hmm. of hoped this thing would be two crew, um, but it's a it's a solo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I. I think that that's cool. I think that if it, giving people a range of gameplay uh, from, you know, solo to extremely multi-crew is always a good thing. Mm -hmm. um, like Harbingers 2, Eclipse is 1, you got Tally with 3, um, and then you have all the other ones, you know? So, like, I, I feel like... Uh, I feel like it's good to give people a range, and Star Citizen is pretty decent at doing that, so... Mm -hmm. um, it's not my cup of tea, mm -hmm. But um, I think it's cool. I think it, it gives people that range. Okay. Okay. DK, what about you? Uh, I love the Eclipse. Mm -hmm. Like, when I first looked and saw that that ship existed, mm -hmm. I was like, I, I want to have it. And I'm still looking to work up towards it in game. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm almost there now with uh, with uh, Xenothreat having making so much money out there with that. So uh, it, that and the Sabre are two of my favorite ships. Mm -hmm. um, I have no use for them because I'm not a combat pilot. I just want them. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> I just want them. Okay. But I love the way the shape of that ship and like Love was saying, the cockpit feel. Mm -hmm. It just feels like you're getting into something special every time that cockpit that windscreen closes mm -hmm. and it's, you're tied in there and it's like, wow, it just feels so good. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I there's several things I can say about this ship. One of them being, uh, by the way, these, there are size nines, three size nines on this ship. Um, I'm, if there was something I want to do on a military level in game, I'm not into the combat piloting and stuff like that. I want to be a bomber. I want to be in a mm -hmm. bomber squad. That's my thing. And to, 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 uh, love machines point, to see a squad of these, you know, four, six, eight of these flying in tandem together, 
dropping you know hitting some target to me is like the thing to do get in get out you know i, I love the fact that it does have some maneuverability to it but again what we saw in this uh this trailer was this whole low flying get in strike and get out and that to me mm -hmm. that's the thing that i'm really cool about i remember when they started the campaign for the eclipse and some of you might remember this that all they did was put out this like this recon photo that all we could see was that there was somebody who taken a photograph outside of what looked like a, a hangar or airport and we saw something off in the distance and a little bit later they came back and we saw something that was shrouded with this cover right and i love that whole idea of you know the whole area 51's hidden tech kind of thing that they pushed with this ship that's good marketing and the brochure it is. Is. yes if you if, yeah. if people in chat yes. haven't seen the brochure the brochure is one of their most magnificent yes, brochures it is yes. it's amazing and and so just the way they unveiled this ship to me and i'm a, I'm a big b1 b2 stealth person anyway so i was just so excited so I can't, like a lot of the ships that we're gonna talk about, I couldn't wait till, till stealth gets implemented in a way. I really wanna see how CIG is gonna make stealth, you know, meaningful and something that people need to fear. You need to be afraid. And also what will be the counters to that in the game as well. So yeah, definitely one of my favorite ships. Um, uh, if you're into the whole bombing thing, take a look at it. Um, let's go ahead and jump into the next one there. And I know obviously this is his favorite. He told us before the show that this is like his mainstay ship. And I'm a, and we'll, we'll have a conversation about this one because I was a little brokenhearted about this, Abdi, and I'll tell you why after we get through taking a look at it, okay? Uh, and this is kind of a, a mashup trailer. So there's gonna be a little bit of the, um, the uh, anniversary thing in here, and then it's gonna be kind of a cut. So just kind of understand that's why the video might be kind of janky, okay? The Vanguard series remains an industry standard in long-range fighters. The 2949 models sport vintage-inspired throwbacky exteriors, improved and expanded interior cabins, and of course, a lot of weapons. And if huge ballistic repeaters and a plethora of missiles aren't enough, so the difference between the Sentinel and the Harbinger, mainly visible on the interior. Here we have the new Harbinger torpedo room. One of the uh, biggest appeals of Vanguard Harbinger is being able to watch the torpedoes launch. I think uh, I've seen on, on, online some of the fans are quite eager to watch that. And the Sentinel and the uh, Harbinger should prove quite fun uh, variants of the uh, Vanguard. One thing that's um, still going to change about the Vanguard Harbinger is obviously where these torpedoes are going to get fired from. There'll be a uh, hatch underneath the ship so you can you know, see a torpedo go from inside the ship to uh, you know, firing away. The mechanism will be completely viewable. Hopefully you'll get as much fun from playing these things as I have from making them. So we look forward to uh, showing the, the finished off paint schemes in the future. The Vanguard series okay. remains an industry standard. Let me mute that so we don't have to hear that again. All right, Adi, talk to us about that ship. That's your, one of your mainstays. Let's, let's get your thoughts on it. Okay, so th there's a little bit of a difference between 313 Harbinger and 314 Harbinger. Mm -hmm. um, they, 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 and, but I am not um, opposed to the changes that they made. Uh, the Harbinger used to be kind of like a, like a every fighter ship. It's a heavy fighter. Like it, it should be slow, and they made it a little bit slower um for 314 and i think that that's totally cool like I, I have no problem with that um it's been great for xeno threat uh it's really good for taking a friend out and showing them the verse i've shown multiple people um you know star citizen by having them just hop in the turret and we go around and we do some bounties and i think that's great i like that you get a few torps um 
it is just a few i kind of wish there were a little more but that's okay um but the fact that you can take it um I don't think it's trash, Gomab. I still use it. I still use it. <laughs> don't listen to him. Um, but he ain't on the show this I, week. I, I like that you can take it to another system. Like you can take it to another system. You can log out in it. It's got the it's got the bathroom. It's got the shower. Um, you can put your weapons in there, and you can you can keep going. Um, so it feels really homey to me. Mm, okay. What what I didn't like about this, and I hate to say it, I was anticipating it, anticipating it. I got discouraged when they went from four torps to three. I mm -hmm. hated that. They, and I know that they said to do it because of the physical dynamics of the size of the torpedoes. I was willing for them to trade off seriously the beds on the opposite side and put three more in three on each side. I think if it, that was could six, use more, yeah, I agree. If, if, if they had made that thing sick, and the reason why I'm saying that is because we just talked about the eclipse, the eclipse has three in it and they're size nines. And so yeah, to have well, these are what three size fives, if I remember correctly, in the three heart. Three size fives, so yeah. Stalkers, is yeah. What I, 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 four of them I was willing to live with, but man, my attitude is, man, lose those beds on the other side or lose one of them, whatever. Put four to six of those suckers in there, and now for it to be long range and being out in space for a long time, because once I fire off those three, it's still It'll capable of staying in space, but I've lost my main armament, and that frustrated right. me. So it's still. I have every bomber in the game except for this one. And I know I'm going to end up getting it. I know I am. But it, it I was a little bit discouraged. I was so pumped up for it. But I, I love the ship. I think I, I do like it. I agree with you. I like it a lot. Uh, DK, what about I, I, And I agree okay. with you, too. I think it, it deserves it deserves more torps than what it has. If that's its main selling feature mm -hmm. compared to, you know, the, the Hoplite, the mm -hmm. Sentinel, the Warden. Um, yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. uh, when I've been playing Xenothreat, I launch my three. I try. I have to be extremely like. Uh, I have to be extremely frugal with my torps. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, I, the fact that I have them at all is nice. It's yeah. it's my only ship that has them. Mm -hmm. Honestly, like it's the only ship that I have that has torps because I don't have a tally. Um, but uh, but then you know, I yeah. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Mm -hmm. Okay, DK, what about you? What do you think about the Harbinger? Uh, you know what? I didn't really know much about it or cared much about it until I flew it. Um, and I flew it. I think it was during the was it during the free fly or maybe it was during Invictus that Probably we Invictus had access we had to free. it. Mm -hmm. And so I flew it during uh, uh, I can't remember what we were doing, but uh, I found it actually to be pretty darn cool. Mm -hmm. Um, it packs a punch. Yeah. It really packs a punch. It's I, I see why so many people fly that ship, and I see why you like it, Hafti. I, I see why you do because it's just amazing ship. Um, but I get it myself. I, I like I said, I'm not much of a combat pilot. Um, but I'll fly somebody's or sitting. You know, does that one have that one has turrets? Does it? It does. Yeah, it does have one turret. I'll mm -hmm. sit your turret. <laughs> yeah, it's got size two, two, yeah. two size two weapons. Yeah, that works for me. But I mean, yeah, it is a great ship, and I see why so many people love that ship. Mm -hmm. It hits you. Yeah. Let me ask, Abdi, I've never been in the back of that ship when someone's firing the torps. Do you actually see an animation back there with that torp? I'm assuming you yeah. do, right? Yeah, it launches. Really? Sometimes oh. it gets messed up. Sometimes you've launched all three, huh. and there's like a random like phantom torp just kind of stuck in the ground um which is disconcerting considering it's a size right. five torp <laughs> and it's just kind of in your walkway there, oh. um, but you know that's star system baby you know yeah. you learn to live with this thing <laughs> long as it doesn't go off i guess you're all right i guess so right <laughs> right lm lm what about just you walk gingerly around yeah it. really what, what do you think about it lm 
Uh, I don't see the vanguards too often, but mm -hmm. they're pretty dependable in terms of, you know, they're great fighters. You can take people around their longer range. My biggest feature on all of them, I, I honestly can't tell any of them apart from each other. Mm -hmm. I'm not an expert on these, but mm -hmm. uh, my, my favorite feature of all the vanguard series is the wheels. Mm. The wheels work, y'all. Mm. <laughs> have the rolling takeoff, the rolling landing. It's like yeah. it's amazing. The thing they denied the Titan, they put on the vanguards, and hopefully they'll fix it on the Titan one day. Yeah. But uh, it's a pretty sweet feature. It's so funny you bring that up because uh, if you watch Zero State, Zero State is one of the streamers that got me into Star Citizen, mm -hmm. back into Star Citizen back in the day. He hates those wheels. He's like, <laughs> "What am I supposed to do with these wheels? They don't do anything." And I'm like. I, I may, someday, maybe yeah. someday, right now, no. Drop ship. You don't want to fly in and skid. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no. I have no problem with it, That's but he's funny. just like, what are those wheels doing for me? Yeah. They're rolling, keep rolling, rolling. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> I keep hearing people talk about that for the for those ships, but, you know, there, there is a practical use to them. I mean, if those of you who have ever seen a Harrier, you know, yeah, Harrier can take off with VTOL, but they, they'll they roll that thing from time to time depending on where they're at. So it's just a matter of what the need is, you know. Um, interesting. Okay. Um, let's let's move into the, the sister or brother of this one, which is the Hoplite. Now, I don't have any, anim any great video about the Hoplite because they don't have anything great out there about it. But I do want to talk about it a little bit. So we're going to cut to that video. It's going to do that same weird janky thing again. Then there'll be some images, okay? All right, and we can just kind of talk about this a little bit. I have wrestled with the Hoplite because um, if I'm remembering correctly, and I don't remember which one came out first, but I remember this whole thing about drop ships, right? Remember the Redeemer was originally sold as being a drop ship, right? Then we heard about this ship. And the thing that frustrated me about the Hoplite was, and maybe I'm wrong. So maybe those of you all are who in chat, if you're in the military, you can share some knowledge, just, you know, dish some knowledge on me because I'm just, I'm admit I'm ignorant on this subject. What frustrated me about certain ships when they talk about them being drops is that they have these single lane departures where you have to come out one by one. And I always kept thinking, if you've got six, eight people who are trying to be deployed, is that the way to exit a ship? in a single file line, maybe there is a strategy to that, or maybe it's just the four, you know, cause the Valkyrie, when you, when we watch the Valkyrie commercial later, you know, it's a nice wide bay and you see everybody come running out at the same time. And when they have the hoplite, it's just got that single ramp for one person at a time to come out. That always has kind of been a thing for me. So does that make sense? Is that the way it's supposed to be? Maybe somebody can share some thoughts on that. DK, I'll start with you this time and then I'll go to LM. I would say, it, it would be staggered because you wouldn't want to be tripping over each other as you're trying to exit quickly. Okay. I would imagine. Um, and considering you're using a lot or carrying a lot of equipment with you and things like that, possibly mm -hmm. while you're getting dropped off. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I would, uh, unless it's, I mean, if it had a wider, uh, a wider ramp, yes, I could see two and two coming okay. off, but with this being so narrow, you'd be mm -hmm. bumping into each other trying to get down. So maybe okay. staggered okay. Uh, well, or, or single file. Well, Farrell in chat says modern troop transports do work like that now. That's why I said mm -hmm. I need some people to tell me because, you know, mentally to yeah. me, I'm thinking Thank wider, you, better, but maybe like you said, there is some rationale behind it. Love, what about you? The Hoplite, I know you said you don't monkey with the Vanguard series too much, but this one being kind of a drop ship, seats in the back, you know, can drop, I think it's six P, is it six or eight? I think it's six, right? 
Something um, like that it looks like six. I'm I'm looking at the website. There's six drop seats in okay. in the graphics. Whether that holds up now, I, I don't know. But um, in regards to your question, Griff, I think that's like you know that's why there's Prowler supremacy. It has all those doors. Everybody just mm-hmm. drops out their door. Versus this is you know it's it's take it's making that tactical decision. Like, mm-hmm. do you need? Are you in a situation where literally everybody out start shooting right mm-hmm. now, or you know? unload get off you know and this thing is pretty capable of defending itself and it can fly off and Mm -hmm. and do suppressive fire or or whatever it needs to do Mm -hmm. um i i I see it as pretty solid and Mm -hmm. it's got its place where it can work and fulfill that function right right abdi let me ask you um you know when you look at the like i was using the valkyrie as an example and and and, uh love mentioned about the uh the prowler I look at the Prowler, and we'll talk about that later too, as being much more of the stealthy kind of drop, and the Valkyrie's kind of like dropping the he's, he's armor, you drop it, boom, you know, you're dropping 20 plus folk in there. Is this kind of more like a SEAL team ship? You know, you got six people on a fighter, you're able to fly in, like you said, on those wheels, love, <laughs> get somewhere, let those people out, and that fighter goes back up, right? Gets back into the fray. Does this kind of work more like a SEALs kind of ship versus the Valk and the you know, in the Prowler, or does, I mean, the Prowler, I guess, could be like a SEALs, a Navy SEALs kind of thing too, you know, covert operation thing. But what do you think about this hoplite though? Because it being both a heavy fighter and also being able to drop off a small squadron of uh, fighters. I think it's like technically a medium fighter, isn't it? Is it medium? Yeah. Um, I think that's just from what see. I'm seeing here on, on uh, starcitizen.tools or whatever. Um, I don't know if that's true or not, but like, for me, if this is if this ship is is supposed to be a drop ship of some sort, it it shouldn't be a heavy ship because it should have a really low profile in terms of, mm. you know, what it has on it. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't see it dropping. I mean, I guess a drop ship should be able to drop into the middle of a battle, but I would mm. see this more as like dropping on the edge or the fringes of a battle and having people walk in. And if that's the case, then I, it needs to be more stealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's the case. This is kind of like. I don't know, yeah. like the one that I forgot <laughs> exists. Because <laughs> it's just, I don't know anyone that has one. Yeah, they, um, they have it listed here, like you said, as a multi-role dropship. That's sure. what they're designating it as. And I know GoMap's yeah. saying, even though it seems like it's more of a, a heavy fighter in game, who knows? Because they, you know, they call stuff one thing and it's something else sometimes, um, mm. to his point. Um, yeah, I, I again, I don't own it. Um, I know, uh, love, you said you don't own one DK, you don't own a hoplite. I take it either. I do not. Okay. No, I do not. Okay. I think I've only stepped on one once. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and like these, you can't, you can't have people, like it has spots for how many people, four people or whatever. I think it's six uh, seats in the back for six to drop yeah. six folks in the back. Yeah. So, but those people can't be transported to another system long-term because there's no beds for logout, right? Well, you better get where you're going, I guess. Everybody's got to stay awake. I guess that's pretty much right. the plan. Yeah. Um, so, like, whereas, like, the Harbinger feels cozy to me because it's got all the amenities that I need and I feel like I could go to another system in it. Oh, I see what you mean. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't get that sense with this with ship. This one. So, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I, I guess if it's an insertion kind of thing, like, you're just trying to get in and, and, and drop off the troops and mm-hmm. get out or whatever, um, maybe that's less of what you're looking to do, but... I don't know. It just doesn't seem as multi-role as some of these other ships. Yeah, one, two, three. On this graphic, yeah, it's four on one side and two on the other. So, yeah. and there are only two beds. That means it's just enough for the crew. Right. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I don't know. All right. 
Well, those of you in chat, hopefully we didn't make anybody upset about their hoplites out there, but uh, I don't know. We'll see, you know, whether this does play some type of role, you know, with getting in, you know, I, I guess there could be a surprise element to it, you know, cause uh, like to Love's point earlier, when you look at the Vanguard ship, ships from a distance, you can't tell which one is which, right? So whether you know whether or not there's a, a ground troop being dropped off somewhere, you know, that might that might give you some surprise element if you're doing something. I don't know. Everyone thinks that I fly a Sentinel because I fly with the Invictus livery. So uh -huh. <laughs> um, they're like, oh, you got a Sentinel. I'm like, no, it's a, it's a Harbinger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just got the blue and gold on it. Carl, Carl, I saw your comments that we can't offend anyone in chat because nobody owns a hoplite. <laughs> so, okay, maybe maybe that is the case. Okay, maybe that is the case. Okay. Um, all right, we're gonna jump off, jump off to another one. Oh, Thales here. Hey, Thale. He said hoplite is great to drop off troops and still. That's what we were saying. And still be able to stay in the fight. Okay, that 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 serves its purpose. Then, thank you, Thale. Um, okay, let's um change gears here. We got another ship that we're going to talk about from the Aegis family. And this is one that's been anticipated. People have been waiting for it forever. It's finally coming out 315. I heard rumor that it's going to be 315.x though. It won't be at the beginning. That was a rumor I saw yesterday, I think. Uh, but still, it's imminent and we've seen it. We know that they're wrapping up on this ship and that's the Redeemer. Now, as you guys know, there is no new Redeemer commercial. We don't have one. They haven't put a new trailer together for it. So what we are gonna do is look at the original. And the reason why we're gonna look at it is do a comparison because most of us have seen the new layout in the ship, but a lot of the stuff is still, it's still read up, you know, it still makes sense that they have in there. Some of the descriptions are still there. And some of you may have never seen the original one, um, that this was designed by people from the community, right? The four horsemen, they won the, was it the, the, the late last great starship contest? And uh, this was the ship that was picked. And so uh, let's take a look at it. This is the Aegis Dynamics Redeemer class gunship. When faced with the threat of Vandal incursions and piracy on the rise, it answers the call to arms by touching the future. Combining advancements in shielding and engine technology, the Redeemer provides an attack platform that is second to none. Capable of sustaining a crew of three and a marine complement of six for weeks on end, the missions it excels in are boundless. Whether in space, on land, or over water, no enemy is safe. Pilots command a view that is only rivaled by their turret operating gunners. All ship functions are tied directly into the cockpit's control suite, providing real-time interaction and information. These include, but are not limited to, current shield strength, Thanks life support system status, and active engine manipulation. Engineering allows for the crew to make many repairs internally, thus avoiding risky external attempts in rough or hostile conditions. The Redeemer state-of-the-art shield emitters are also aligned and mounted within. The interior as a whole has been designed to maximize combat effectiveness through space available to the gunship's crew and passengers. As missions and tasks vary, essentials necessary for long-haul excursions come standard. Through effective management of the ship's position, a Redeemer crew can safely assure all angles are covered, 
Pilot skill and gunner aim is rewarded greatly with devastating firepower. Maintenance routines for vector lock engines are incredibly quick and efficient. While in possession of the right tools and equipment, a highly automated arresting gear system allows for engine release and reattachment to be performed by a single qualified UEE mechanic. While in the heat of battle, the ability to take a hit and continue fighting is a trait any commander could hope for. Our engines come standard with top-of-the-line software that enables them to make necessary alterations to a closed position in the event one is lost never sacrificing stability or pilot options, and allowing the ship to remain in combat. As an added bonus, Aegis Dynamics has made this a variable mount system, allowing for a wide range of engine options catering to different situations and styles, specific details of which remain corporate confidential at this time. As proven by many ships still in service today, our company strives to build a vessel that will withstand the test of time. While the Redeemer may be a departure from the standard designs of today, it remains rooted in our core principles of reliability, efficiency, and versatility. No matter the location, the time, or how dire the situation, the Redeemer will be there, protecting the ones you love and hold dear. Become a horseman today. I love uh, Thales' assessment of it. He said this video was full of techno babble, which is very, <laughs> which is very true. Uh, I love the fact that they said that those uh, uh, the Jade likes to call them the uh, flat irons, and some people call yeah, them the, 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 nutcrack, the nutcrackers. <laughs> you know, you know, but but you know, they said, oh, it's a corporate secret. I'm like, yeah, they couldn't figure out what they make of them, so that's you know, that's it, right? All right, let me let me go to uh, Abdi on this one first. Uh, give me your thoughts about the Redeemer. Of course, this is again, we know this is the older video gang, but again, there is still some design stuff that reflects the current ship. But we can talk a little bit about it. They've what they've done is where before this ship was supposed to be both a dropship gunship, they have made it exclusively a gunship now. And they have definitely raised the firepower up on it. It is a formidable ship now. Uh, I think it's got two size, what's it, five, six size sixes? It's like those two big guns on it are big guns, the one on the top and bottom. And then there's like a host of other guns on this thing. So Abdi, talk a little bit about the Redeemer. What are your thoughts on it? Um, I mean, like I, when I, when I think of, the design of a ship i i always think of like what what is it pro what does its profile look like mm -hmm. and this one kind of has um to me uh not as interesting of a profile as maybe like a tally or a vanguard or whatever mm -hmm. um but if you look at what it actually does it seems pretty powerful i mean mm -hmm. uh like having all those turrets having the ability to drop off people um the the armaments if you're not concerned about like what your ship looks like on the outside and, and how goofy it might seem, I think it's, it's definitely a great ship. Okay. Okay. DK, what about you? Uh, I think it's really cool that that was uh, partially designed or at least mostly designed by the community. I think that's actually very, very cool. Mm -hmm. Um, not my, my, not my cup of tea, you know, as far as, you know, uh, military ships. I mean, I, 
I can't unsee the flat iron thing anymore. <laughs> you know, it's always <laughs> going to be there. Every time I see that ship flying around, I'm like, who's getting their hair done? You know, so <laughs> this, is, this is my mom's ship. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, my you know, God. But I, I don't know. I'll, I'll wait until I see it in person. When I see it in person, I'll make a decision then. You know, but, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, it's a gunship. That's cool. Okay. I, it's been through very, it does, it's modular, right? It does have some modular, modularity to it. So I think that's gonna do a little bit. Um, I don't know. Allegedly, the yeah. allegedly, we'll see. Like, yeah. if um, okay. there's like a medical component, like a medical module might come into play, where it'll switch out the crew quarters for some type of medical assistance area. Um, mm. Again, I say that with a caveat. Allegedly, mm. allegedly, yeah. That would make didn't it very useful. In a recent. Uh... ISC or something like that. What those modules oh, are, are yeah. starting to look like gray box phase or white box phase. Yeah, yeah. And like some yeah. people were like totally thrown off by one of the modules. They were like, "Why is there just a chair and a vending machine in there? Like, what is, <laughs> yeah. what is the point of this?" Yeah, yeah. So. I, I, here's my prediction on it. Um, there were a lot of people who uh, back in the day, Ferret. Thank you, thank you for that follow. Whammer says thank Thanks you for the for follow. follow. Um, there were a lot of people who, when this ship, you know, they waited a long time for this one, a long, long time. I want to say this was back in 2014 when they ran the contest. Um, mm -hmm. And there were people who were like, man, should I keep this ship? Should I melt it? You know, will they ever do anything with it? After I saw the rework that they did on it, my prediction is that this ship is going to be very popular. Not because of design, but because of the firepower that it's going to bring to the game. Uh, whether that's, you know, and it'll be interesting whether that's because of in space or in atmospheric, but this thing will rain a lot of heat down, um, on whoever's, you know, on it. I, I, I agree with you. Like, Abdi, when it's in this closed position, it actually looks cooler in the closed position to me than when it's in the, you know, winged open position. Um, it is a large ship too. It is grown in size. For those of you all who saw it at Invictus, you saw how big this thing is. It's no yep. small ship. It is not yeah. a small ship. Um, so I'm hoping that that also means that it's going to have some tankiness to it. Um, Thale, thanks for dropping that in there now. Um, the original price for this ship was 250 when it came out. Um, I, I agree with you 100%, Thale. I think it's going to raise up in price, definitely. No question about it. Um, he's saying 300. I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's got, does anybody remember what the stats are on these guns, those two big ones? I want to say they're either size, they're not just fives, they're big. They're like, it's like two. It the new these are the new numbers yeah because um, the website's not updated i don't think yeah. with all the isc discussion it was some crazy number for those two big guns um but but s4s on the turrets nah they're bigger than s4s j2 you talking about those two main turrets the one on the top and bottom they're bigger than s4s bro s5s the turrets, it's it's saying here that they're size six yeah, for the man turret yep g6s your non robo says sixes yeah, they're yep. big. They're big, guys. I mean, there's two of them on this sucker, and then the turrets are fives. Thank you. Yeah, so th th my point is, if you've got all those guns manned and that thing's coming at you, it's going to pierce the stew out of it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to jack you up. So you might want to watch out for that. Okay. That's why I'm not making fun of it. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at some point, I know I'm going to be looking down the barrel of it, and I'm like, mm, I don't know how I'm going to do Yeah, it, it is no joke. Okay, but again, uh, 315, gang, 3.15. Uh, hopefully we'll see it and then we'll find out was it worth the wait that's going to be a very good question is it worth the wait okay all right let's go ahead and jump off to our next one and this is one that we've been talking about this is one of the first uh large ships i think i ended up purchasing and that was the retaliator
Okay, love, let me jump to you. She ain't the Eclipse, but she's a bomber. Any thoughts about the uh, Retaliator? Uh, it's funny you mentioned the Eclipse because as I look at the images on the website, so the front half of the uh, Retaliator has the same air intakes as the Eclipse does, mm -hmm. those hollowed like honeycombs. And then if you, with the overhead view, you can see that the back is basically a saber. So I can't help but think it's an eclipse and a saber with a tube in the middle. <laughs> um, and somehow, because I'm always in the eclipse uh, during Xeno, like while my uh, org mates are in the tally, like I still actually haven't been inside one. So this video is great to show the interior, even though I'm sure it's a little bit dated. Um, but it looks cool. I know it's pretty solid in combat. Um, yeah, thing's pretty awesome, and it's got a it's got a neat that swoop where it's got the snatched waist in the middle of the uh, ship. There, it's it's mm -hmm. a pretty cool shape. Mm -hmm. uh, Dark Knight, have you flown the Retaliator? If so, what have you done? You done turrets? You done piloting? What, what have you done if you if you flown it? Turrets. Yeah, I haven't flown the ship itself, but turrets, I've done the turrets on there. A little confusing to get around for uh, if, if you're a first-timer trying to find where everything <laughs> is and don't realize that the turrets are in the floor, mm -hmm. not necessarily out right in front of you, so mm -hmm. you can walk on top of them every time you're running around the ship. Um, but I got a couple size nines for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Somebody have a problem? Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah i think that, that thing does put a uh you know it does scare you a little bit when mm -hmm. it's coming at you you know right and it's and it's got a lock on you so it's uh it, it is heavy it is great in combat like love machine said very very it's but i've seen it out there in xeno lots of them we've used it in xeno so uh yeah yeah great ship mm -hmm. fun to fly around in yeah now, Abdi, this is this ship has a, it's a dark knight's point there's uh one, two, three, four, five turrets, if I'm remembering correctly, on this ship. Am I counting right? One port, one starboard, one back on the tail on the underground. Then there's the one behind the pilot, and then one upstairs mm -hmm. where the beds are, right? So that's a that's a pretty big crew, you know, of folks that are handling stuff on the ship, and then you've got the pilot. Uh I've always been kind of fascinated because there's like six positions if you include the engineering position. So that's six people that are working plus the pilot that makes seven, but there's only six beds on this sucker. So somebody's going to get left behind when it's time to eject. <laughs> that's always been my attitude. It's like whoever the first one is that gets there, that's who gets the, you know, who does the last one in is a rotten egg. Hello. All right. But, uh, Abdi, what do you, what do you think about the retaliator? And now, you know, and let me throw this at you too. You're doing a rework on this, right? They, they, they said that they were going to expand the hallways so to allow for, uh, um, the, um, uh, what do they call them? NPCs. I guess some type of integration with that. Uh, it's moving it to gold standard. The cargo pods are coming out. Let's talk a little bit about that also in that with the ship. Yeah, the elevator is also, there's two elevators on it right now, and they're mm -hmm. bringing that down to one, and they're expanding the size of it, which I think is a good idea. Mm -hmm. My first time in this ship was actually a week ago playing Xenothreat with Soul Citizens. Mm. Um, I think it was GoMab's tally. Mm -hmm. uh, that ship, I think there's an interesting thing when it comes to, to ship design where... Uh, you can make a ship feel much larger than it actually is by how you design its hallways, how you design um, the way that you navigate around it. And to, I think it was Dark Knights or Love Machine's points, like you can get kind of lost in this ship, but I kind of like that. I kind of like that this ship feels, you know, kind of Doctor Who bigger on the inside kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, just because, like, you, there are corridors and, and, and different walkways and different ways to go, and I, I enjoy that. The other thing that I really like is the turrets have quite a bit of range on them. Mm -hmm. Some turrets you get into in a ship, and it's like... 
you have like uh blind wow. spots that you just can't get to yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that trip. thank you thank very you, much trip trip thank you so much trip good to see you man that's the joystick king man. thanks trip yes yes appreciate you man welcome everybody to soul citizens Hello. we're talking about uh apocalypse now we're talking about all those ships that are going to bring down the rain bring down the fire mm -hmm. on in star citizen so abdi go ahead you, you were mentioning about just the fact that that design is something that you do like with the retaliator yeah the, the turrets, turrets have i was in xenothreat and i i had gone from piloting uh, a turret in the uh hammerhead mm -hmm. where if you're not in the top turret um you don't get the greatest visibility but mm -hmm. in the tally um you get in the you get in one of the turrets and you like completely flip upside down mm -hmm. which i think is kind of interesting mm -hmm. i'm curious to see how that works with like hair tech and all that kind of stuff but um <laughs> i think it's i think it's cool i think it's kind of cool you do what it affords you is a really good like vantage point in being able to look all the way around including above you mm -hmm. um which would normally be below you mm -hmm. um so the the i i appreciate the the way that the turrets were designed and the visibility that you get in them um so yeah i think it's a really it's a dope ship i would get it but it's kind of it's it's requires too many people for me i like smaller crews mm -hmm. to manage managing a lot of people can be tough mm -hmm. um even as a pilot you have to be able to know where the sight lines are and all that kind of thing and it's just easier to do that in a harbinger than it is in a tally but yeah. um dang this ship is powerful yeah i mean to be when honest i got in that ship i was like maybe i need to <laughs> i don't know maybe i need to think about it <laughs> now you know to, to your point what is cool about this ship is when you mentioned about it needing to be crewed up to me, this is one of those ships that, yes, it needs to be crewed up. You are trying to deliver six size nine torpedoes somewhere. And that means something, right? I mean, you're trying to reach a certain target uh, to go out in this ship and only have it half manned and then lose it because of, you know, being attacked. And not only that, losing all the ordnance that you have in there because size nines are not going to be cheap in the game uh, would be foolish. Um, so I think that you're right when you want to go out with this ship and I've, and I've had some great experiences in the ship, even when the turrets were funky back in the day, one of the coolest things was being able to coordinate when you were being attacked by other ships and the pilot had to, there's definitely has to be great communication inside the retaliator, uh, because there are going to be people coming after you knowing that you are trying to deliver six size nine somewhere they, they want to stop you this is no joke you know unlike the eclipse that wants to get in and get out you know this is a larger ship it has a larger profile and definitely there are going to be folks who see they see a retaliator coming dark knight said it earlier you see a retaliator coming it's like dude if you're on the idris or you're on the hammerhead or something you're like man stop that thing because you don't yeah, want them to fire off mm -hmm. these suckers you know you really don't which which makes sense you know um, but I, to your point, Abdi, the other thing that they're doing, you mentioned about them losing that elevator. They're putting that docking collar on the other side so that you'd be it's able to idea. come in from the side of this ship. So <clears throat> one of those round ones. So yeah, this is one of the first ships I got. I'm so glad that VTOL works because one of the things that drew me to the ship was the first time I turned it on and the engines rotate. I said, oh, this is just so cool. But of course it didn't mean anything <laughs> back in the day. It was just cool. But now it does mean something. Um, mm -hmm. I am also, have you guys ever watched these, those torpedoes deploy? Have you ever seen them? The whole mechanics I behind them? I saw them uh, the other day because I was in that turret at the bottom. Yeah, it's and crazy. I watched it open up and fire. <laughs> it is crazy to see those things <laughs> deploy. It is. It's very, very cool. Very, very cool. Okay. 
so that's covering all of our stuff. I think that's all of our things that we were hitting with the uh, Aegis folk. I think we're going to change gears now and we're going to go over to Anvil. Let's talk about Anvil because hey, it's interesting. These two companies are really like the kind of rival companies when it comes to this military uh, type of hardware. Let's uh, take a look at the, and we're going to go from the air now to ground. Let's talk about the ballista, okay? Targets will never know what hit them. The Ballista from Anvil. Interestingly, someone actually did a video of this where they reversed everything. So we saw it in the regular motion normal, <laughs> which actually looked better than the reverse one, but it was actually kind of cool to see it. Now, the Ballista has been kind of a, I don't know. It's one of those things that when it came out, people got excited about it. And then when they got it, it was just not working right. It just was not doing what it was supposed to do. Uh, Dark Knight, you ever handled the ballista to go out there and try to fire it? Did it work for you? Was it missing everything? Oh, what did it do for you? Back in like 3.7, I pulled one out during a free fly, I think, and I tried it and hated it. But then there was no way to move it. There was, you know, uh, you couldn't take it out anywhere besides the uh, the bases uh, out there in uh, mm -hmm. the moons or at New Babbage. You can pull it out in the, in the garages there or, or Lauraville. But other than that, there, it just didn't seem to have much use. And then um, trying to drive that thing at the time that I was trying to drive it, it is very difficult to turn a corner. Mm. Um, you know, especially a tight corner. It just seems like you have to go back and forth and back and forth and all that. <laughs> but uh, but the I, I I love that commercial, just sitting back and having a cup of coffee and lighting off a big ass missile. <laughs> 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 just sit back and just like bing, hit the button and bye. <laughs> Let me uh, get a little, another of my dark roast here. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Love, what about you? Uh, this thing has two size sevens on it and a bunch of I think four. Two size sevens and four size fives, which which technically should make it pretty formidable, right? If it works. So like Jade's talking about in chat a while, it was months ago now, but we did that anti-air um, play session with the Soul Citizens where we entrenched, you know, mm -hmm. on Daymar. And if the missiles worked correctly, because they didn't, because I was in the ballista and I was trying to fire <laughs> the missiles and they just deployed off 
the off grid flew curly cues and <laughs> you know didn't didn't hit anything in the air um and not to mention like dark Knight's talking about you had to exclusively have an 890 jump to move it you know before the c2s mm -hmm. existed mm -hmm. and then there was a while you couldn't even spawn it anywhere it was just broken like so i know it's definitely not anybody's favorite like you know no one's trying to get it in the ship showdown mm -hmm. you know this year <laughs> but, but i don't th i don't think it'll be useless in the future mm -hmm. um once the missiles at least like work correctly and once we see more of stealth and how signatures are going to work like as a vehicle it'll be really hard to see and if it's entrenched in the mountains it, it'll be really hard to hit mm -hmm. you know if you're a fighter trying to dodge the missiles and the turret on top mm -hmm. um so i think it's, it's slept on for now it just needs some tlc before you know we see good use case okay yeah okay. abdi you know i want to know when this thing is working like love machine says when the missiles are working right and it locks and it doesn't supposed to do are we going to see more people putting this thing on the deck of an 890 and trying to fly it around or because <laughs> i saw you, I mean, people see those people no people, yeah. people ruining those, my ship they're ruining my ship doing this you put the nova tank in the back of a of a ship and then just like or fire out like the back oh. in space. Yeah. two novas on a, on a carrot it worked oh my god it worked <laughs> Oh people my do God. all sorts of things. I, I, oh, I know yeah. they it must do. It's fun to be a dev and to I, see just the ways that people break your game. It's yeah, wonderful. I know they do. Um, but in all seriousness, <laughs> I, I mean, what happens when this, I mean, do you see this as being something formidable? And I get, you know, and so, and matter of fact, has anybody, and I hate to say this because I haven't even tried everything in 314 yet. Has anybody tried the new missile locking system and see if this has gotten better? Is it worse? Because I haven't, I haven't had time. In anybody in yeah. chat, if oh, any of you guys in chat have had a chance to do it, let us know if it's still funky or whether it's better or whatever. Uh, okay, Jade, I hear you. We need it for science. We need to try it. I agree. I agree. Yeah, we do. We do. Okay. What were you going to say, Abdi, about this vehicle? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, no. It's just, it's one of those things where it's not just about fixing the ship. It's fixing the gameplay. You know, like like Dark Knight was saying, like, there, you could you can take it out on a couple of uh, moons or whatever or do like, a, you know, if you, if you want to do a... A mission where you're trying to uh you know infiltrate a base or whatever mm -hmm. um but until i'm i mean until we see uh planetary uh planetary nav mesh mm -hmm. with ais uh roaming mm -hmm. uh the ground of planets like like environments on mm -hmm. planets mm -hmm. not just in bases mm -hmm. um i just don't know if there's just going to be much gameplay to support this other than orgs launching you know really cool events which mm -hmm. is i mean i've i'm in a garden interstellar initiative and we've we've done things with with ballistas as well and it's fun mm -hmm. um but it would be nice to see the game supported a little more yeah agreed agreed admiral pitts and retro style thank you guys for the follow we we saw you when you came in thank you all i'm gonna tell you what i'm looking forward to i'm looking forward to you know they've talked about moving these missiles into being able to do dumb fire with them so that yeah. they're not just air to air, but we can start using them as, you know, for targets on the ground. And it'll be really yeah. cool to see if later on they incorporate things such as, so we've got another raid going here. Oh, Ronico, thank you. Thank you, Ronico, for the raid of 10. Welcome. Yes. Thank you so Welcome much. Thank you. thank you. Thank you. Um, it would be really cool to see whether or not they'll even allow us to start doing things where people can laser tag stuff and use the ballista from that means. Um, cause that, be that reminds me of like Battlefield Bad Company or something yeah. where you put the little, mm. you like shoot the little tracker onto the yes. thing and someone else shoots and it like yes. fires onto it or something. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I, I hope that that is something that we see. 
uh mx spivolts was a sif pool thank you for the follow and ronico hey, thank you Faith. for the hey, follow Faith, you know who it is thank you very cool well welcome welcome um yeah so we see there's potential with the ballista we may not see it there yet but it, again two size sevens size fives now i will share something the story with you colossal i don't know if you're in chat if you are, just type your name and let us know you're here, but I wanna make sure I'm telling the right information. Colossal and one of our other buddies, a couple of our other buddies went out one day with the ballista and did some testing with it. They were hitting stuff. Colossal, what was the range you were hitting people at? Was it 12 kilometers out? 10 oh, kilometers out? Oh man. What was it you said that you all were in the ballista and you all were hitting things? Let's see, he'll, he's got a, he's, there's a, there's a delay, too. so he'll get it in a second. But it was some crazy number that they were That's tagging stuff, though, right? Oh. Like if you're on the if you're on the ground, you need to be able to see a ship before, or be able to reach a ship before it gets too tight into you. Absolutely, you can't maneuver the same way. Okay, there it goes. He said eight it was somewhere ten. between eight and ten kilometers that they were nailing folks with a ballista. Now that's that's serious because most pilots, our range doesn't even detect stuff that far out, ten k out. Right. So that means if somebody's got some ballista set up, like you said, love in the mountains or someplace like that, and you come flying in, and all of a sudden that right red light goes off on your dash. <laughs> hey, it is what it is, right? Countermeasures. Oh yeah, he says they recorded it. Maybe we'll get a chance to show the video then, because oh, he be, said they recorded it. But I know he yeah. told me they were really surprised that they tagged stuff out that far out with a ballista. So we'll see. <laughs> Panther said, get off my lawn. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, listen, we're, in the, we're still in the Anvil family. We don't have any video, of course, and this is a shame because this is one of the oldest fighters in the game, but there's never was a, any video that was put out for the Anvil Gladiator. Um, interestingly enough, this ship also needs to get some love, but those people who have flown it, they swear by it. They say this thing is a deadly fighter. It, it's loaded with tons of armaments, or not armaments, ordnance. Uh, it, it can do a lot of damage. Uh, do any of you guys have a gladiator? Any of you ever flown a gladiator? No. I no, know, but I've been not. interested in it. Every time I go on the website and I'm like looking at ships or whatever, because I, I really shouldn't be doing that. But <laughs> every, time I, every time I do, it's just like that gladiator. It's, it seems like it's in such a nice little niche of its own. And uh, I just kind of wish that, I don't know. Mm -hmm. it, it does need a little bit of love, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. It's, it's definitely an older ship. Uh, Trip is saying that it's super slow last time he had a chance to fly it. I haven't flown mm -hmm. it in a little while. But I know when I get in it, I, 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 when I get in it, I'm like, wow, I should fly this thing more. And I always forget about it. I don't own one. It's, I'm sorry, that's the other bomber that I don't own is that one. Um, but uh, I'm hoping that it does get some love because it is the one fighter bomber that we have. Um, you know, after that, we start getting into the other ships like the Eclipse and stuff. But it's got a ton mm -hmm. of stuff on it. Let me ask a question. And, and just so you all know, the reason why we're talking about this, this ship in particular and, and many of the other ships that are here it's many of these ships have torpedoes on them, but as you all know, CIG is about to implement bombing. And yep. many of these ships are called bombers. So I'm curious as to what you think about these ships now being able to drop bombs versus just dealing with, you know, from a torpedo and missile perspective. Uh, let me go to Love Machine on that. What, what are your feet? Cause I know you probably, did you see the ISC a few weeks ago? I don't know if you got a yeah. chance to see Yeah, when they showed them and they were doing the testing. What, what do you think about that? 
I mean, I we've only seen the mother of all bombs. Like, I'm not sure mm. what the size and the varying degrees of them are going to be. So obviously, mm. like, the Anvil Gladiator as a two crew, like, it's not going to have the same bombing capacity as mm -hmm. the A2 should have, like, one of the highest mm -hmm. that we could possibly imagine, right? So it's like, you have to think, like, depending on how big the explosions are going to be, how useful are the small bombs on a gladiator really going to be? Like, what are they going to do? Especially, mm -hmm. and then does the question like, are they differentiated by guided or unguided? Like maybe, maybe they'll make that choice. Mm -hmm. Like it's unguided, but it'll be stronger or, you know, it's guided. It'll hit the target, but it might not cause the same amount of damage. Um, so as something, you know, it's like to me, because I've never flown this or I, I'm just looking at this now, it's like, well, why not just have a Super Hornet as the fighter? You know, it's just two seat with the turret and then just have a big old bomber mm. that actually has a lot of bombs and can do a lot of damage. Because mm -hmm. uh, something, something like this going in for bombing, I think would be really vulnerable. Mm -hmm. It's slow mm -hmm. and small. Yeah, I, that's why I said I would, only, I would see it as a fighter, but the fact that it does have them, the fact that it could drop something unexpectedly is a fighter. You know, just over in areas. I'm not saying it's going to be used exclusively as a bomber. I agree with you 100%. But mm -hmm. the fact that it has torpedoes, bombs, rock, it's got everything on it. This one mm. thing has a bunch oh. of stuff on it. There's a lot of different ordnance on it. It'd just be really interesting to see. And I'm also kind of curious as to whether or not, you know, they, they kind of showed when they gave us the test, they said all they did was cut off the igniters so that the torps and stuff wouldn't fly. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I am kind of curious to see. Yeah. I'm kind of curious to see how this does later on when it comes to are you putting on torpedoes? Are you putting on bombs? You know, or, or are you defaulting? Are you shutting something mm -hmm. off so that it works as a bomb? I don't know. We'll, we'll see what they end up coming up with. By the way, Colossal put in chat. I'm running that link again. I just hit it there again. If you want to see that video with the ballista where they did that 8K 10 kilometer test with it, there's the video for you guys. Okay. And then I think my other question is, so if the, the second seat to the turret seat, Mm -hmm. Is that person also going to have to split their attention to, all right, we're going to drop ordnance. I need mm -hmm. to click these buttons to make sure it's this ordnance. Like I wonder mm -hmm. on a ship with only two crew, like mm -hmm. that might get a little complicated. Yeah. Well, you know what? We, we know that they've said that they want to allow MF, MFDs to be assignable. So maybe it'll yeah. be just that situation if, if you want to pass it off to that other person, you know, and if, or if the pilot wants to keep, you know, maintain it, you have that option, you know? Uh, so it's not like yeah. hardwired in, but that's a real good point. Um, okay, Avdi, what do you, did I ask you, did I ask you about the Gladiator already? I'm, I'm blacking out I here. I think you did, yeah. I did, okay, and Dark Knight, did you talk about it? No, but I was just actually looking at uh, Thaley, he was saying that the Bombay could be converted for light transport. Mm. Um, what? Okay. Yeah. In the Gladiator? That's, uh, uh, that's cool. I think he was talking about the Gladiator, I don't know, he said, um, mm -hmm. and re replace a Ruterit's laser cannon with a tractor beam, make it ideal uh, craft for light salvage. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, that would be cool. I mean, it would make use of the ship, you know, and give it at least more of a role. Greater like flexibility. Said, you know, love with, mm -hmm. yeah, with the being such a small, uh, uh, thank you for the donation. Wow, thank you, Ronicle. Um, thank you for the donation. Thank you very much. Awesome. Um, but yeah, it's kind of too small to be like a bomber bomber, you know? And yeah. Maybe I can go in and hit tiny targets or maybe you know i don't know if it's trying to hit like a uh, a vehicle or something like that mm -hmm. uh, maybe but i i don't it, it just doesn't seem like it has enough and i think jaded even mentioned it needs escorts I and mean, maybe you mentioned it too love mm -hmm. it it needs to have an escort or two to mm -hmm. go along because it's not a fighter mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's not built for that mm -hmm. it's but mm -hmm. 
it can, if, if, if it has more functionality like having similar like the hornet mm -hmm. uh with the bring out take out the turret put in a cargo bay mm -hmm. put in a you know something like that uh yeah then that that would make sense okay. it makes it a little bit more but i've never flown that ship so i have okay. no idea what it flies I think someone on. said that they were using it in xenothreat and that they were able to take down an idris with it but... i'm telling you they, the people who fly it swear by that thing it's it's the craziest thing you don't hear anybody talk about it but i'm telling you the people who have it they swear by it they don't ever say oh, i'm gonna get rid of my gladiator they're pretty happy with it um Guns and glue says uh, emergency rescue would be uh, for, the, for the belly okay retro style thank you retro i want to say retro style welcome to, to star citizen he says this is he just got the game today and he thinks the graphics are stunning one of his first cool. cargo mission blah 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 so Hey, hope you enjoy the game. Hope you enjoy it. And thanks Welcome for hanging out verse. with us. Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. Okay. Join the Soul Citizens Discord. <laughs> yes, please do. Okay. Yeah. All right. We've got one more in the Anvil family, and this is one that's a very popular one, and this surprised us a couple of years ago at CitizenCon, if I remember correctly. So let's take a look. Ask any soldier. They'll tell you that battles are like gaming. Thank you. Weapons or numbers or even hardware. They're one on choices for over a century our ships have distinguished themselves in thousands of civilian and military combat operations we are proud to announce another weapon in the arsenal of victory get ready for the next generation of warfare with anvil's valkyrie dropship this multi-role weapon platform is designed to get personnel in and out of the hottest combat zones Featuring four powerful rotating thrusters with VTOL capabilities, the Valkyrie is capable of landing with surgical precision to deploy assets. Fitted with a vehicle bay and ramp, you can also efficiently launch ground-based troop transports or reconnaissance vehicles in the field. Each high-performance operator seat features rugged construction with added support to minimize G-Force for up to 20 personnel, making sure that your fighting force arrives on site ready to jump into the fray. And don't think for a second that the Valkyrie can't hold its own in a fight. Two remote turrets featuring size 3 hardpoints can provide suppressing fire during deployment. Two additional manned turrets provide even more devastating fire to blur the line between dropship and gunship. In the days of antiquity, the Valkyrie were believed to choose which warriors may die in battle and which may live. With Anvil's Valkyrie, we put that choice in your hands. Right, last of the anvil ships here, the Valkyrie. Uh, DK, do you own a Valkyrie? Have you been in a Valkyrie? Have you flown a Valkyrie? Have you died in a Valkyrie? What's the scoop with you with the Valkyrie? <laughs> I've flown a Valkyrie. I do not own one. I've mm -hmm. died in one, and I like the Valkyrie. <laughs> okay. no, I, every you know, da, 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 you know what I mean. When mm -hmm. you see that ship, mm -hmm. I think the Valkyrie. It was in the ship showdown, and and I think it came in what third or fourth. I believe this year um, during uh, the IAE and there's a reason for it because it's an awesome ship. I mean, it's very versatile and I've uh, had the fun time of shooting out of the side doors, which is really cool. 
um and you know it's very uh it's very versatile i would say um and, and we even saw it i think in one of those um videos for new bab on new babbage they uh, had a valkyrie with a microtech skin on it mm -hmm. i think um that was ferrying someone uh across to another landing location but mm -hmm. uh yeah it, it's 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 a very cool ship i do like it um you know, I, if I was going to get it, it uh, get that ship, I would get it in game. And uh, oh, by the way, in game it's four million four hundred thousand, which mm. I need to start remembering it to to mention some of the in game prices for these ships because you can get most of these in game people. I like that idea, Dark Knight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, get it in game. Yeah. Save your money. Yeah, Abdi, what about you? What do you think about the Valkyrie? Any thoughts on it? This is a good org ship. Like if you're doing org events and stuff like that, where mm. you're, um, you know, getting together with a bunch of people, dropping in to, you know, take out a bunch of NPCs and FPS and all that kind of stuff, or just running uh, org ops where, you know, you do uh, opposing force kind of stuff. Uh, the Valkyrie is a great ship for that. I don't think they even mentioned the fact that it has those two gunners uh, on the side the and the doors now. Mm -hmm. I don't know gunners. if those work though. Yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah, they work. They do. They work. They no, work. They do. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. those those are super cool. Yeah. Um, it's it's a great ship. Yeah. I haven't flown it, but I've been in it. I've uh, uh piloted a, the turret in it, or I've crewed the turret in it, and uh, it's great. Mm -hmm. Um, it's definitely like someone was saying. This is the most apocalypse now of the ships that we're talking about. I think, mm -hmm. it's it, you look at this ship and you're like you got fortunate son mm -hmm. playing on in the back of your head or something like that. One of those you know like. <laughs> <laughs> Some folks gone, you know. Like, that's played in the background when I'm looking at this ship because it's it's definitely got that kind of Vietnam vibe to it. Yeah, cool. Love. What about you? What do you think about it? This thing is awesome. Like we were talking about the hoplite and how you know you had concerns with like, well, how can you get people out with one ramp? And this does what the hoplite you know can't do. Like this thing is landing; it's going to stay a while and it's going to cause a lot of damage. Like it's awesome, but it does have an interesting place now that the Redeemer is coming in. Thanks for the follow. Thanks, Wayne. <laughs> um, uh, like the Redeemer is all like, you know, all teeth, like all guns. Mm. This thing can have vehicles. This thing can hold a lot of personnel. It can get them out of the ramp or the side doors. Like I, and I kind of think that's why the Redeemer has become the gunship because like this is the drop ship. Mm -hmm. And uh, has anybody tested if a tank can fit? I believe probably a tank could fit in there, right? It's tall enough. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's kind of tall. Yeah, mm -hmm. tank might yeah, be a I bit much. So. Tank, tank, tank might be a bit much for it. Mm -hmm. um yeah i know that you get the you know you get the um tumbrels in it bikes yeah, in it saying, no uh, um, yeah no, yeah, no yeah, tonks yeah no tonks though yeah no tonks yeah. so cyclones and the g12s yeah yeah, yeah. right mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. and, and to your point love this this thing can rain down fire on folk um you've got the two side gatling guns that are remote controlled you've got the two on each door that people can man You've got the turret below and the pilot's gun. So when you're trying to deliver, and again, it's important that you have that because if you're trying to deliver 20 souls, right, to be dropped off, that's that's your six person crew. It doesn't count the 20 people you got sitting in those seats because each one of those seating areas holds 10 soldiers. So if yeah. you're dropping off 20 people, I mean, the reality of it is you wanna make sure you can deliver them, right? Because what happens later on in this game when things such as death of a spaceman kick in and people are killed. It's not just the whole arcade, you wake up in a bed and you start back in. Some of those people 
are going to lose limbs. Some of those people may be on their very last life. There's a whole lot of factors that will, that will make people be much more aware of when you go into a hot spot and you're dropping off 20 folks from your org, right? Or picking so, them up. Or picking like them up. Thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once we be able to drag the injured or unconscious, yes. like, this will be important for that as well. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point because this this ship is tanky. Yes. Like I, this is the ship that you usually fight, like if you're doing a ERT or something like that, mm -hmm. and you get the hammerhead. Oftentimes, I feel like you get a Valkyrie with it, mm -hmm. or sometimes a Vanguard. Um, but if you get the Valkyrie, it just ends up being like an annoying fly because it has so much health on it. You know, like you yep. just. You're just trying to take it down while you're trying to take down the hammerhead and do that real quick. But um, I've gone in with yeah, two it's, people. It's a tanky ship. I've gone in with two people with this thing to the bases where the turrets are, and the turrets are just pow, 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 hitting it. It doesn't even do nothing. It's like you know. I mean, as long as you keep your distance, don't get too close. You know, but right. you can take those the punishment from it. And again, we haven't even seen things like true armor and things implemented or truly balanced shields yet. So I agree with you 100. I'm gonna. I believe unlike the prowler which we'll talk about later i think this one is definitely designed to take the punishment you know when you're delivering and in the commercial i love the fact that you see not only people come running out did you see that they also came out on the bikes yeah. the dragonflies mm -hmm. flew out i mean mm -hmm. it's like the whole kitchen yeah. sink gets dropped when they come in which is very cool i like your idea though griffin of uh making sure that like you know you got 20 people on this thing you're gonna need some people who aren't running out with guns mm -hmm. who are maybe like you know medevac medical people who yeah maybe they got like beds or something like not beds but mm -hmm. i don't know if you can get like a medical bed and and bring it on or a gurney or something like that mm -hmm. but like picking up injured people and stuff like that i yeah. this ship has such multi-crew potential to it yes. that it's it's if you if you use this with an org or with other people this is this is the perfect ship yeah Remember when they first did, uh, I think it was when they first uh, debuted this at CitizenCon. Do you remember when they flew over the base and it had the tumbrel in the back and it drove off the back of the ship and landed? I mean, I, the fact that they were able to do that to me was just very cool. You know, I wasn't expecting to see that in the game. But uh, yeah, this is a very popular ship. Um, the Valkyrie, and I agree with you 100%, Abdi, when you say this is probably one of the more apocalypse now of all the ships that we're looking at today. Right. And I, I, I hear you. I see you, Admiral Kusanagi. We're on the same wavelength. <laughs> okay. We're changing manufacturers again. Uh, thanks, for guys, for hanging out with us tonight. We appreciate you. Hope you're enjoying the show. Those of you who got here a little bit later, we're talking about the ships that bring down the fire, bring down the hell for players in game. Big Black Gaming, hey, thank you black. again for thank another, you. oh, big another load of uh, bits there. 250. Thank you so much for that. All right. We're jumping over to... One of, uh, we were talking about this manufacturer last week and one of the observations I made was, it seems like everybody seems to like this particular manufacturer and that's Crusader. And we're gonna look at the piece that they did for the, uh, even though the C2 is in here, we're really kind of focusing in on the M2 and the A2. So let's look at that. At Crusader Industries, we believe that our values are more than a standard of behavior. They're our legacy and our inspiration. We don't defend them through sheer size or firepower alone. We ally ourselves with those who share our core beliefs. We make sure the real heroes make it to where they're needed most. At Crusader Industries, we know that lifting up others benefits us 
Abdi, other than the great commercial, <laughs> what's your thoughts about uh, the uh, M2 and the A2? They kind of highlight both of those in here. Uh, people were, uh, <laughs> someone told me to say, Fast Car told me to say, someone dumb fired that missile into the cliff right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's a beautiful ship. I like Crusader. I don't think it is everyone's cup of tea. I know uh, Zero State, uh, another Twitch streamer, not mm -hmm. a big fan of, of Crusader and their style. But, wow. Um, and I, you know what? I just switched from... Uh, from a um, Mercury Star Runner to a to a Connie Andromeda, mm -hmm. I, I keep waffling back and forth between these two ships, but mm. I I don't know it. I I like the style. I think it's super cool. I like that it can hold so much. Mm -hmm. It seems essential if you want to have a Nova tank to have this ship. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it yeah, it's it's interesting. It seems like a, just like a really big tanky ship i've seen these ships go up against hammerheads and and not get phased at all mm. um and that that's been interesting to watch mm. um i'm curious to see what that moab does I, I guess we're not talking yeah we are talking about the the a22 yeah we're talking about the a2 as yeah. well as the m2 mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm i'm really curious to seeing to see if they roll out the 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 moab with more gameplay that would be supported with it mm. um but yeah Okay. It's a. I think they're beautiful ships. I like the design of them. Okay. Love. What about you? What are your thoughts on uh, the A two or the M two or both? Uh, they're pretty awesome. Uh, Crusader is at this point uh, one of my favorite ship designers, uh, manufacturers, and the M two is incredibly useful right now in the game. You know, the A two. We're waiting on that. It's almost there, but mm -hmm. um, just the num so for a ship that large to need such few crew right now is pretty awesome like in comparison to something like the retaliator where you need to have so many crew mm -hmm. but the m2 is pretty powerful with only you know a minimum of three people mm -hmm. and the m2 you know has the drop seats the gun racks it's got the little armor uh the armor holders right so yeah. you can just like batman have your different suits of armor and the different displays Ooh, thank you for the subscription Vex. thank you thank you thank you so much we appreciate that <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Whammer I'm, every time he gets so <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm kind of skeptical of the the A2 like we'll see how the bombs work and stuff. It sucks that you know they're going to really nerf that interior cuz I think the biggest strength of the M2 is like yes on paper it has less cargo mm -hmm. in the hold but the same volume for vehicles. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. and not only ground vehicles but you can put Merlins in there which is something my org does on the regular now is you can comfortably fit five p52s mm -hmm. and straight up launch them like star wars style mm -hmm. and then park them back inside mid space like during xenothreat it's been incredible like mm -hmm. swarm of hornet style and you only have the two extra people in the ship so you still have your three operators still shooting things mm -hmm. from the m2 turrets yeah. and then you can have up to five extra pilots in their merlins like getting it done mm -hmm. so okay. they're both really awesome we'll see how useful the, the bombs are it's going to be expensive mm -hmm. it's going to be difficult but we'll you know hopefully star citizen makes it works right on the on the first try and uh, we'll see that a2 come out a lot okay dk let me ask you is this mm -hmm. ship I'm, I'm looking at how they're presenting this right in the trailer right 
-hmm. and we're seeing mm -hmm. everything here is atmospheric that they're doing is are these ships about delivery you know because I know that everybody's had the way out. Like <clears throat> I had a C2 first, right? Then uh, after I got the C2, I was a little nervous and I'm like, well, man, maybe I'll get the M2 because I'm willing to compromise the cargo for the extra armor and having the extra weapon. And then I was like, well, I'm almost at an A2. I might as well go ahead and buy the A2. So now I'm pushing up to an A2, right? Okay. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but I, but I still want an A2 or an M2. And mm -hmm. I look at I look at the C two or I'm sorry M two or C two. I look at the C two is what it is a civilian cargo, and then the M two being more of a military. You know, you're going into more dangerous areas. But are these ships about delivery versus fighting? You know, and, and I'm, I'm asking mm -hmm. that because sometimes you know we're always trying to find that ship that does a little bit of everything, and then we mm -hmm. also know that there are some ships that CIG kind of creates for a specific role. And when I look at this trailer, what I'm seeing is delivery, right? I'm seeing it's defending itself. Uh, maybe it is going into battle, but I'm I'm just kind of curious. What do you think? Do you think this is? Forgot about this debate, Griffin. I I know I know. <laughs> I, listen, war. I have to, like, I have to have something to talk about. We got about another. We got about another twenty minutes of show. I got to make a question. and I got to throw something out there. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. so, so give me your thoughts, Dark Knight. Uh, as somebody who's into logistics and things like that, I look at these particular ships as you know you've got your civilian variant of say a c-130 or a c-5 you've got your military variant and then you've got uh perhaps one that's been uh, uh converted to drop bombs mm -hmm. um those but they are not fighters mm -hmm. they are built for specific needs so you wouldn't take a c-5 into an air battle against a bunch of uh mm -hmm. you know against a bunch of fa's mm -hmm. uh 18s because it's not capable you, of doing you, wait that. you um, wouldn't or you shouldn't which one because would well, you know these jokers will do it, it <laughs> whether they should is another story it starts to listen players will take okay, a take whatever. ship into battle so i guess that's you know okay just the way it works okay but these ships were built to drop things off. You know, the, the C-2 obviously is a cargo ship. Mm -hmm. uh, the M-2 is your C-5 Hercules, your C-130. It goes down outside of the battle zone, drops off necessary supplies, troops, vehicles, whatever it needs to drop off, mm -hmm. and then it takes off. And it has armament so it can protect itself as it's coming in and out of those landing zones. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not going in a direct head-to-head, -head, you know, uh, offensive fight. It is specifically built for doing that. Um, but this is Star Citizen. People will use it for whatever the hell they want to use it for. The A2, the A2 is a, it's a straight up land-based bomber. That's exactly what it is. It is dropping bombs with precision from high up in the air, just like any other Supreme bomber out there. Um, and that's what so it's built for. So specific of a role. It yeah. is so yeah. Especially, yeah. it's like, how's it going to work in lower gravity of moons, or is it just not going to happen at all? Like, yeah. when, when we well, Crusader, Crusader flies so good in atmosphere. It does. That's what it everybody does. says They're about them. built for atmosphere flight. You yeah. know, that's, that's the reason why I had the MSR, because it's just so good for rock mining. Like, so, mm -hmm. like, it's so maneuverable. At least it was in uh, 313. But yeah. I'm curious to see. Yeah, I, I, same thing, Love Machine. I'm curious to see how... Um, how it maneuvers in Atmo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just like Inception, how do I drop you without any gravity? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, let's talk about the specs on. I really want to. Most of us are familiar with the M2 because the C2 and the M2 were released and we've been flying it for a little bit. I, I had to laugh when the C2 came out. You know, I, I looked at it and said, wow, this thing is really, really nice. 
And then I saw the M2 and I didn't expect that armory in the back, which I thought was really, really cool. But then I laughed because people who bought an M2 complained. And this is too funny to me. You know what they complained about, Abdi? Do you know what they complained about? Of all the things they, they complained about, do you remember what, do you know what it was? They complained about not having uh, like the little uh, TV food area. The kitchen, right, exactly. <laughs> now, you know, I thought that was too funny because I remember back in the day when people were watching this from like far back Listen, and looking at this war, like, is I this really the hill people are dying I on, remember right? when people were mad about food. Remember that when food was going to come and go, oh, we don't know. We don't, yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't want this to be a survival. We don't want this to be a survival game. And the next thing you know, people were like, hey, where's the kitchen? I'm like, what are you, are you kidding me? So it's too funny. Boys are hungry. I guess so. They didn't want the rations. Hey, they didn't want no rations. They want they want a microwave. I hear you. Okay. All right. So so that so like I said, those two ships we know about. But the A two, I am going to talk about something that Love Machine talked about. She talked about the operating of this ship. If I'm not mistaken, this thing is supposed to carry four of those larger bombs. Those I guess we we can call them Moabs. We don't know what they are exactly, but the larger ordnance that they have are four. But it carries sixty bomblets. And I and I don't see those bomblets as being small items. They carry sixty. It's either I think I don't know if it's either or or both. But my point is six zero six zero. When you were talking when you were talking about where the space goes, that's part of where the space goes. So I'm kind of curious as to yeah yeah that's kind of what (laughs) that's kind of what I'm kind of thinking about is. You know, when this ship comes into the game, and, and you, you I, I agree with you guys 100% when you say that it has very specialized role. That's why I love this ship, because this is the type of thing that I would love doing. Some people would think it's just boring. I just want you to call me on the horn and say, okay, start to run. That, that's what I want to hear. You know what I mean? So, napalm down. Oh, oh, no problem. No question about it. Um, the other thing I would suggest to everybody, by the way, if you own a C2 and an M2, that's go get the black paint job. That way people will think you have an A2 and they'll leave you alone. So <laughs> listen, he ain't got no cargo, that's a bomber. And then he'll be a good safe. You, you fly around in that white ship and that gray ship, they know exactly that you got cargo, all right? So I know they can scan you, I know, but I'm just teasing. Um, and Mix thank you for the subscription. Thank you, we appreciate that. Thank you so, so much. Okay. Um, Let's see. Have we, oh, God, we got so much stuff to look at. There's that bomb. That bomb looks so cool falling out of there. Okay, let's go ahead and go into the next one here. All right, here we go. We're changing manufacturers now going to Isperia. With courage. For honor. In strength. Uh, let's see. Let me go to Abdi first on this one. Uh, the Prowler, Esperia, Tavarin Design. Give me some thoughts on it, Abdi. What do you think about this one? Um, it would be cool if there was like 
ways of dropping people from a bit higher up. This is this is when mm. I'm like, they got those jump packs people be talking about. Mm. They could bring that into this game a little bit so that you could jump, uh, drop them off from a bit higher. That'd be dope. Mm -hmm. um, I like this trailer. It's kind of terrifying, that whole, like, helmet look down thing where it just looks <laughs> menacing. Um, this ship looks menacing. Uh, the, if you're looking at, if you're talking about profiles, like we were talking about with the Redeemer, mm -hmm. this one is like, this one, it makes me think of a scary predator bird, you know, like a, mm -hmm. like a, a bird of, a bird of prey. Um, mm -hmm. and I think that that's a great, a great look for a, a ship that's supposed to drop people maybe into like, you know, heavy, like heavy, uh, um, like areas with a lot of a lot of troops or something but you're trying to get in there like really uh stealthy i guess mm -hmm. um my only question is i don't know how stealthy this ship actually is is it is it pretty stealthy oh yeah yes and i mean when they improve stealth mechanics so this it will be terrifying when there. you know you will not be able to see this thing mm -hmm. i think that's it's used to like... operate that's that's why it's not that fast like it has right. like low acceleration like everything about it is meant to not be seen yeah, this is this is going to be a dope ship when when all that comes together. It's it still is. It's just I haven't actually been on this because we haven't used it. It's not our my org's uh, ship of choice for for dropping people off. It's, mm -hmm. The Valkyrie is normally the one that I think of, but mm -hmm. I feel like whereas the Valkyrie is is for going into loud. Air oh, we got a raid! Hey, wow! Thank you. Hey, it's Nick. Hey, it's Nick. Hey, it's Nick. Hey, it's Nick. <laughs> hey, it's Nick. <laughs> Thanks so much, Nick. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We truly appreciate that. Oh. <laughs> Okay. All right. Thank you. Hang it, Whammer. <laughs> Scaring people. <laughs> uh, but like, where the, I was saying, whereas the Valkyrie comes in loud, I feel like this comes in quiet, and mm. I think there's a need for both. Mm. Okay. Good. DK, thoughts on the, on the um, Prowler? Oh, you mean the uh, the, the Klingon Bird of Prey? Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Okay. No, it's a cool ass ship. It really is. I like that ship. Uh, I, I it's it's cool to walk around or to be in and you know flying through quantum with the doors open while you're sitting there, <laughs> just kind of staring out. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Uh, no, it's a really like I think what Abdi was saying. You know, this thing is built to go deep into uh, enemy territory very quietly, very unseen. Like Love said, drop you off and then disappear. And then, you know, and, and it's not meant to be uh, into fighting. It's not meant to, you know, go on offensive. Uh, it is meant just to drop in there, get you in, and get out as quickly and as quietly and and unseen as possible. It's an awesome ship, though. It's beautiful. Mm. It's fun. Uh, you know, I haven't actually flown the ship, mm -hmm. uh, aside from and just, be, uh, just being on one, but mm -hmm. I would have some fun. That, that's a cool ship. Yeah. It handles pretty nice, be, believe it or not. Yeah. It. Yeah, mm -hmm. it does handle well. LM, what's your thoughts on this one? This is one of my favorite ships. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. And now that it's in-game and flyable and it's left the mythical space in the Teverin War, you know, in the lore, mm -hmm. like, yes, the Teverin lost. Mm -hmm. But it's not to say that the Prowler is was a terrifying thing for the UEE mm -hmm. to not see until it was too late. Mm -hmm. um, in the QAs, it talks about two features that are yet to be in game, and one of them is the Phalanx Shields, where a bunch of a bunch of Prowlers, if they have sh the the co-pilot as the shield operator, can project a shield face out That's to make dope. a defensive unbreakable line. Yeah. 
and two, the Gravlevs. Now, I think I've, I might have read this in some places, <laughs> I'm but there is, and it's not going to be easy to implement, <laughs> but maybe one day it'll happen, and this is what I want to happen. You will not see the Prowler, but it will magnetize to your ship. Let me read it. Let me read it for you. Let me read it for you. I got it sitting right here because I was, I, was I was about to bust their ears up. I was about to bust their ears up. Let me read it. They're, they're, called, ground, they're called ground runners. These focused gravity emitters create a cushion underneath the Prowler, allowing it to to navigate along precarious and uneven surfaces such as landscapes or even ship holds to avoid scans. That's wow. So cool. Okay. So let's sit on the side of your javelin. Hey. Waiting. Hey. Or bring yes. your 890 <laughs> jump and have a prowler on the bottom or something like that. Oh, yeah. Hey. Even better. Hey, no, yeah, and, and not better. to mention this thing, this thing coming in can skim the surface at nighttime and, and be able to, you know, fly low, not have to worry about hitting anything. I mean, there's a lot that this ship brings to the table like you said lm it just got to get the tech in there but when they deliver that this is going to be a monster of a ship yeah because it's rare the price point it's rare right now people don't think there's a lot of use it, it does not have a lot of amenities it just has the chairs and the gun racks and mm -hmm. uh it actually the co-pilot chair does not function as intended yeah i haven't flown it in 314 but like the top seat it is a remote turret. However, that bottom seat still can't take over to fly just yet. Mm -hmm. So they have to fix that. So a lot of people might have dumped their prowlers or thought it was too expensive. But mm -hmm. when those capabilities come come on, like mm -hmm. they're going to be unique to only the prowler. Yep, absolutely. Yep. And, and Nubifire. So, hey, million in game, by the way. Yeah, hey, Nubifire, uh, by the way, he just mentioned something too. He talks about it's pretty inside. And I know, Abdi, yes. you alluded to this earlier. That avian design in there is amazing. I mean, they really went to work when they designed that whole theme in side of this ship look at her she's got it behind her now y'all there it is i feel like an idiot too because watch this watch this as the trailer comes back around mm -hmm. i just noticed this now the tavarn are the bird people right right Yes. Yeah, look at this helmet. That oh, looks yeah. just like a bird with oh, a you, beak. You never saw that? Together. Really? Oh my god. <laughs> the Shrike and the uh, Talon new armors, so you can have like the greenish or the purplish. So yeah, there's bird people walking around now. Wow. <laughs> I got a cockatiel, so you know me. Like I'm, I'm, I'm all up on those birds. That's cool. That's funny. That is funny. But yeah, hopefully we see that tech kick in for this. It will be amazing. Okay, that's the Prowler. We're getting there, gang. We're gonna move back to the ground now. We're coming out of the air and we're gonna look at Tumbrel. That's our last manufacturer that we're looking at tonight. And we can talk about these a little bit. So let's hit the first one. Cyclone, the original. Cyclone, four new ways to answer the call of Cyclone. Start with the Cyclone RC, molded for motion. This one is fast as hell. Now, here's the new Cyclone RN with better scanners for your scouting needs. What's that you say? Speak up, I can't hear you. <laughs> you want a machine gun? Then choose the Cyclone TR. Hey, thanks for the follow. And the new Cyclone right? AA with new like this really huge gun. You can take down ships, take down anything you want to. It's huge! Answer the call of Cyclone, the original and still the darn tootin' best vehicle of its kind. You're ahead in a tumbrel all the way okay so four vehicles that none of them work no i'm just kidding um <laughs> the, the the ones we're going to focus on is the um aa the anti-aircraft one and the mm -hmm. one with the gatling gun on the back and i you know 
I, I know we've seen some demonstrations and some people have used the one with the Gatling gun. I don't know if the one for AA has been working. And if do any of you guys know, is that one been working? The air to air on the uh, yeah, other tumble? Yeah. Uh, it, oh, yeah. it, but it's better than the, yeah. it's better than the ballista is what i'm saying it's, yes. it's working absolutely no it works in some uh we've, we've used it in some ground vehicle to ground vehicle things and it's mm -hmm. devastating mm, okay okay jade says the emp works too oh oh wow yeah. i didn't know that because it has an emp on it that's top tier that's cool yeah 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 we're gonna yeah we're gonna look at that one uh after this and the four we'll talk about the fortuna too uh, Dark Knight, do you own either one of those, the AA or the one with the Gatling gun? Do you own it? Oh, I've got the Cyclone regular variant as a, uh, uh what was it, um, sub for my G12. Thanks for the follow. Um, and then I've got the RC. And RC, when I first got the RC and I was uh, driving it around in third person, I'm like, yeah, it is like an RC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess it, it is, right? <laughs> it really is like an RC. Okay. But um, I'm interested to try out the, mm -hmm. uh, try out either of those i haven't uh, the aa is kind of in a weird place apparently with the mm -hmm. fortuna i believe is that it is yeah that we're gonna we're gonna talk about that battle in a minute okay. yeah we'll come back yeah. to that yeah but that's a good point abdi what about you have you taken either mm -hmm. one of those the air to air or the one with the gatling gun have you done either of them uh, none of those uh but just the mt that's the only one that i've that i've uh, the cyclone mt okay I, I see these more for just like org ops like opposing force kind of things I I don't really see much a point in like if you bring a rock, you bring a land vehicle to also defend the rock or whatever. I feel like I'd rather have a a a, a vehicle that could fly. I don't know, but maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I could be convinced otherwise. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, we talked about the Fortuna. Let's take a quick look at that one um, because this one. It was a little bit of controversy when this came out because some people felt like this kind of was a re repetition of some, you know, what was already out there. So let's talk about this one. The old Stella Fortuna there. Um, let's see, Love, what are your thoughts about this particular vehicle? I mean, was there some repetition here? Is there some method to the madness of what CIG is doing with bringing this new Tumbrel vehicle in? Or was yeah, it just a money was... grab, cash grab? <laughs> I think it was an LTI token grab is what it was. <laughs> I bought two as LTI tokens and turned them into something else because I don't care about the Cyclones, I have G12s. So, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, you know, silly weeks to claim to care about so yes it has the slow cannon and only four missiles as opposed to the other land vehicles that have more missiles right. but anything you can just change out that cannon into a gatling gun so now you just have a gatling gun and missiles so you know this thing i think it's op right now like mm. because the other now there was a good thing to this coming out is that it drove exceptionally well because it was the most recent like worked yes. on one yes. we're, we're all waiting for the ground vehicle overhaul and the ranger series and the g12s like we're all waiting for that mm -hmm. um so i think this is one of those where people are just griping about it now because it's just present day and they're just seeing this like oh you just have one that's a hybrid it's like but we have you choose one or the other and it's like this this is you know this is not a good hill to die on today when two mm -hmm. years from now you're going to have everything else that's going to exist so it's it's decent 
like I say, it drives exceptionally well compel- mm-hmm. compared to the other models at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, good LTI token. So if you missed it, sorry to hear that, but it, yeah, it came out right in time for IAE to happen to. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I think, yeah, when did this come out? Actually, I yeah, think it, it came it out before Invictus, right? Or yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they right did before, the, Okay, yeah. yeah. So, well, yeah, this was the, the, the whole St. Patty. This was the whole St. Patty's Day thing, if I remember correctly, with the green, remember? So that's when okay. they, did the, they did the green skin with the uh, with the Star Runner. And yeah, so that so was this just, year. Mm-hmm. So that was the Invictus. Yeah, the, so this was the LTI graph for Invictus. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, DK, did you... I, there were some people who literally melted their other stuff to get this one, right? Yeah, there were some I'm people sure. who did. Uh, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, does it make sense? Is it the fact that people say, hey, two, two things in the same one versus me having two separate ones? What are your thoughts on it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, I think that's kind of what it came down to for some people. It's like, well, I've got this one. I don't actually need this one because this one does, you know, the Fortuna version. It does just as much as the other one and maybe more. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I, I, I can see the justification. I can see the justification. I can see the, you know, the, the kind of pushback that why do we have two ship or two vehicles that are almost the same mm. so I, I can understand it and um but it it is it, like uh love was saying i've got the g12 um you know and <laughs> I, I can always get the uh the the variant of that one for military okay you know? so okay. <laughs> that's okay. my choice okay. origin for life Okay. Smooth Abdi, supremacy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Smooth rovers. <laughs> okay, Abdi, my question is going to be totally outside of the thing about tumbrils, but I want to talk about visuals, Wait. marketing, this whole nine yards. Is this something that we people responded to because it was a cool thing? And I mean, in the sense of the whole green theme, the data runner jumping across the cliff, flying inside. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't do that with the mm-hmm. other tumbrils. The other tumbrils just rolled around in the dirt and that was it, right? This one, they kind of did all this elaborate cutting through trees. Or was it that people saw something in this shit, you know, this particular vehicle and said, yeah, but this is worth buying. Oh, we lost your audio. I'm muted. Sorry. I was muted. That's okay. There you go. Um, so, uh, I, I, yeah, both, but more so for me, I can talk from my, my perspective. And and for me, it was a good LTI token. Like I don't, I didn't get the green paint. Mm -hmm. Um, I just used this so that I could get, you know, a Mercury Star Runner or something like that. I can't remember what I what I got with it. Um, but yeah, just to have an LTI token. Okay. Um, we did use this. I, I think I said this before. We used we used this as a in my org for for ground ops, mm-hmm. um, and it was fun for that. But mm-hmm. more than that, I haven't really seen its use. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really seems like the kind of thing that I would not recommend anyone buy. And this is my personal opinion again, mm-hmm. but like this is this is an in-game thing. Mm-hmm. Like this is a thing that I would buy in-game unless you really, really want it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you really want it, get whatever you want. But right. if you're trying to save money, I would I would just buy this with in-game cred. Mm-hmm. Seriously, thirty thousand is all you need. That's all yep. you need. That's so cheap. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, thirty grand. Yep. You get yeah. any of those vehicles. Yeah, yeah. I do want to go back to something Love you said earlier about this vehicle. I think before we had the cutoff. And that's the fact that they had improved the performance of driving on this tumbrel. You could definitely feel the difference in how this one handled. And I know they were going to upgrade all the rest of them up into a better thing. And I know because you, you're you one of the people who deals with the races, you guys are probably very sensitive to the fact of how these vehicles handle. Uh, <laughs> but I, 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 I got one. Um, 
because the only one I had before was the, is it the RN, the one that has the scanning capabilities at the RC? Mm-hmm. That's, that's all I had. So I, I wanted something that, you know, had some level of defense to it. And I ended up buying this one because I didn't have the AA or the uh, the TR. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. I know a lot of people did pick it up as tokens like they do for most stuff that's, you know, between 40 and 60 bucks. <laughs> so, yeah. It's understandable, understandable. Okay, uh, we're going to hit our last vehicle of the Tumbrel line. And we'll probably look at a little bit of video for this one as well. But it is the Nova Tank. This was something that was anticipated for quite a while. And the Tonk, the Tonk, finally the tonk, came the out. Tonk, the Tonk, the Tonk, the Tonk, the Tonk. The tonk. Uh, let me start with Love. Love, have you, do you own a Tonk? Oh, absolutely. Uh, oh, you do? Okay, well, tell us your experience. <laughs> really fun. And, and outsider and even a star citizen insider would say, why do you have tanks in your space sim? Because it's really cool. <laughs> they are so cool. They are really, really cool. If you have friends that have tonks, drive one today, do it. It's <laughs> incredible. I did the, the recreators did participate in the Atmo Esports Tonk of War, where they straight up had five tonks on either side of the landscape trying to head across to kill each other to kill the people next to each other and it was incredible that those things can get up and go the driving is magnificent the cannons are magnificent like we've seen in xeno threat you can put two of them side by side on the deck of the carrick and fire at the idris like it's nuts it's absolutely nuts it's incredible and uh as a ship that's new it does have the beauty of the components on the inside you can reveal like here's the size one shield generator here's the size one power plant so it's it's nice it's brand new they they made it you know, just in time for last, uh, what was it, spring? Oh, man, I can't remember. Things come out, man. Time goes by. But uh, when it came out, it came out, like, in perfect condition. Like, it works exceptionally well, and it's so much fun to drive. Okay. Wait, is this true? Will Will, Will Madical says that you can one-shot a hammerhead with a tonk? Wouldn't that oh, whoops. I it? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure we did that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we tested that. We did a lot of testing with these bad boys. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, these are uh, pretty large vehicles, too. Uh, Abdi, let me hit you with that question. You know, a lot of times there's things in Star Citizen that people get. And, uh, oh, Olav Vavix, thank you for the 100 bits. We appreciate that. Um, This is a a three-person operation kind of thing with the tongue. And a lot of times, you know, people, we, we get certain things in Star Citizen. And I understand there are people that want to be able to solo in certain you know, vehicles, whether they're ships or whatever. Um, and real tanks, by the way, you do have multiple people in them, right? So, you know, is it um, is it unrealistic? Should CIG stick with that? Should they stick with vehicles? Like, this is a big, this thing is big. This tank is huge. Should they stick with that type of idea that, you know, they keep these multiplayer vehicles, that it takes more than one person to handle? I mean, you could go out there by yourself, but you're at a deficit unless you have a fully manned vehicle. Uh, and there were people who wished that the tank was something they could operate by themselves. What What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think that uh, what I like that CIG does is they they usually offer a range. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that range is with ground vehicles right now because it seems like there isn't one. Like mm-hmm. you you can't shoot and drive right. Like maybe uh, um, one of those uh, bikes, the dragonflies. Mm-hmm. I believe you can in the cyclone in the tank, but you can't rotate the turret. You're just stuck pointing. You're stuck pointing you know? forward, right? Yeah. Okay. So that I believe. Yeah, you're stuck. And then pointing. I mean, like you've got then. I mean, 
I guess it makes sense then. If you if you have an option for you know this is what you get when you're just playing by yourself, mm-hmm. um, you you it might not be as powerful as if you played with a multi crew, but that's what makes multi crewing um, fun. Like that's that's what the draw is of multi crewing, mm-hmm. and I think that there needs to be a draw for multi crewing. Otherwise, you're just going to get a, a bunch of solos, you know, just going out on their own and stuff like that. And I think mm-hmm. they always wanted this game. I think that's a, a big Chris Roberts thing. It always wanted people to play together in this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Dark Knight, let me ask you this then, because then I know this is getting to a whole different argument, but I do want to wrench this mm-hmm. because some of these vehicles that we've been talking about that are going to bring the pain, you do need multiple people to make it happen. How do we balance out this whole thing though with players who say, I want to be able to use my NPC or I want to be able to use blades you know, how was, do, do you think that that should, can, should people be able to automate completely? Should they maybe only able to automate a certain percent? Like maybe, like, let's say if you've got 10 spots, you can only automate four or seven, you know, how do you avoid that whole thing where somebody just, because li- I know there are some people who want, like we were joking around, somebody was telling us a story about somebody who wants to be able to operate a javelin, you know, mm-hmm. they want to be able to slave everything and <laughs> handle a javelin. And we're yeah. like, that's kind yeah. of crazy. So. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts mm-hmm. about that? Because like a tank, you could probably slave some of the things in here. You, you know, yeah, I, I would. You can't. You can slave. You can slave. Uh, you know, your 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 guns in a tank. It's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure a solo player will do that. Mm-hmm. Um, is it viable? Maybe not. Not really. Not the best. Um, but is it possible? Sure. Okay. You can try it. Um, I believe that it's definitely more multiplayer. Or you know hand or human player uh type of vehicle i mean Mm -hmm. paseo said it best you devalue everything by making it soloable Mm -hmm. um you know you can fly an elite you can fly the biggest ship out there which is about the size of a javelin all by yourself (laughs) what's the purpose Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's there's no multi-crew in that Mm -hmm. um if it comes to npcs i think that might be slightly a different thing than Mm -hmm. a bladed turret with a you know a computer blade right i think npcs are hireable Mm -hmm. npcs will be um as effective or just a little bit less effective than a human player i would imagine that um you know a higher tiered npc that's got a lot of flight time and skill can be almost as effective as a as a top tier human player i've seen it in elite a lot of people say oh npcs can't be that tough elite npcs will kick an uh an elite uh pilot's ass Mm. literally Mm. they do not play around Mm. so you can't say that the npc can't do it i think it's just going to be a quantity uh thing that they're going to impose you can only have so many npcs in your group mm-hmm. um you can only blade or uh, slave so many turrets mm-hmm. or they are only as effective i think that one ship that you can slave the turret but it has to point forward mm-hmm. um and you cannot turn it around or have it you know uh do a circle mm-hmm. maybe that will be a thing i don't know but we've seen automated turrets and things before okay so yeah i mean it's a social game it's okay. not a, it's not a one player game okay okay all right, we're going to jump to some questions here, guys, because our, our, we lost a little bit of time on the show tonight. So uh, I am going to just kind of ask some questions of the panel. Um, and these are just real generic questions. And feel free, chat if you guys want to respond to, because we are paying attention to what you guys are putting in the chat. Um, and, and one of the first questions I want to ask, and I'm going to start with love and work my way to the left. Uh, what are we fighting for? You know, and I'm talking about not in space, right? 
on these moons, on these planets, these all these vehicles we looked at, what is what's gonna what type of conflict are these things gonna be used for from your and this is from your perspective, you know, what do you see people be using these different vehicles for? Uh, I think we'll see, like, you know, they've been talking about it, but Jump Town 2 is coming, and a large population of the people who play SC now were not there for Jump Town 1. Mm. So with the addition of the dump fire missiles and torpedoes, if they fix the ballistas, I think we're going to see the the, uh, area denial, I think is the best way to put it, right? Like, people are going to want to keep Jump Town to themselves, or if you're not in communication and people are flying in and you don't want them to take the cargo, like, you know, you're you're just going to ice them. Mm. Um, So I think that's that's what we're fighting over because everybody else might be trying to just be off by themselves far away. So where else would you have conflict other than a lot of people gathering in the same spot, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Uh, Abdi, let me go to you. What would you like to see people using these vehicles for? In, you know, in the game. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's 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 the gameplay. You're we're we're looking for supported game, or I'm looking for supported gameplay where, um, with that planetary nav mesh guiding NPCs and maybe rolling roving pirate gangs or something like that. Mm. You bring out your you know ground based force or whatever to mm. you know patrol specific areas maybe there's a maybe there's a um a mission whether it be for the pirates or for the uee or something like that where it's like defend this region or something like that and Mm. and you go out on your patrol you go to a derelict spacecraft or something like that and you have to defend it or something we've we've seen this in in cutscenes and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm looking to see this uh supported with in-game gameplay um the the public events are super nice i love public events but I think that people will take this game a little bit more seriously when there's when when CIG is putting missions that work um, and and allowing people to do this stuff on the ground. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. DK, what about you? What do you want to see these vehicles being used for in game? Um, I I, I want to echo what uh, Abdi was saying and then just add that you know the they are. Um, their vehicles and their ships that have their purpose. Um, and they are, you know, if, if if they're being used for that purpose, they're going to be incredibly, uh, um, they're going to be incredibly hard to, uh, to, to take down or take, um, what am I trying to say there? The the word I'm just coming to my mind. I can't really get it. Um, but, uh, I think these ships definitely are, to contend with mm-hmm. um and they and having their space in the game um is very important i think uh that a lot of people are going to get some benefit out of all of these ships mm-hmm. i myself am not a combat pilot mm-hmm. but i have fun with these ships um you know the tally's fun to fly during the you know during the um xeno threat i've had fun being in the prowler i mean the bird of prey um you know the eclipse is a beautiful ship absolutely gorgeous Mm -hmm. um but it's going to be for people who want ground-based kinds of uh you know fighting for a lot of these ships yeah it's gonna be good okay operational is the new (laughs) fires yeah really okay so let me ask each one of you will you spin wait did love machine get a Oh, I did LM. I'm sorry, LM. I thought I started out with her. I didn't. I didn't start. Yeah, out with it her. did. Yeah. Yeah, I started out with LM. I said my spiel. Jump yeah. down oh, two. It's mm-hmm. happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, jump down two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. let me ask each one of you. Uh, this is a real quick question. Will you spend time living on the ground, space, or both? LM, let me start with you. Where do you see yourself spending your time in the game? 
No veteran soul citizens know where I'm going to be, but to the, any new uh, people in the audience, I'm going to be on the Endeavor, and I'm looking for interested applicants who want to help me uh, produce and move botanicals. <laughs> Deep space to interested uh, uh, cargo runners okay. and salesmen. Okay. okay, yeah, botanicals, yeah. DK, what about you? Uh, ground, space, or both? Mm. But I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be doing frequent flights uh, on the Starliner to the Botanical Gardens at the just in case anybody wants to uh, to, to get a ride out there. You, you can, you're welcome to join me. <laughs> I'll probably be living on my Starliner. Who knows? Or even uh, okay. my if I my 600. I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. So you might you, you feel you're going to be living that more might in, be space. in space. Okay. All right. And an apartment in Area 18. I'll have an apartment over there. Okay. So All right. Take it up. Okay. Abdi, what about you? Where, where are you thinking about being? I kind of like the idea of having like a Tatooine style, you know, out in the middle of nowhere outpost. Mm -hmm. um, the only thing that scares me is I don't know what defense outpost defense will look like. And that's kind of what we're talking about now. Mm -hmm. Like, do we, are we going to be able to put turrets down? Like it's some kind of, you know, real time strategy game, or is it going to be like, you got to have shifts and like, you got to partner up with some people in Germany or something like that. So that when you go to bed, it's time for another person to get on shift and like defend the base or something. I don't, I don't know what it's going to look like. Okay. okay. Um, but I, I like having my feet on the ground. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like I'd like my character to have that too. It just kind of makes you feel solid. Um, of course, every ship that I own, I feel like I want it to be able to go out on, you know, excursions, um, have a place for me to log out in a bed. But, mm -hmm. um, I just, I really like that idea of having a communal space, uh, on a planet. Yeah. Dark Knight, uh, Abdi kind of went to the next question, which is what we were going to talk about, about protecting what's yours, right? Mm -hmm. What do you see could be some things Jade mentioned in chat talking about being able to put up auto defense turrets, you know, yeah. what, what, you know, there's a part of me that says, um, that wonders, wonders that sometimes the chaos that we see happen in a game happens because, and we've talked about this before, when players have nothing else better to do, right? When there are mm -hmm. other things for them to do, sometimes you see the chaos meter go down, right? If housing becomes a normal thing, I'm not talking about bases for orgs, I'm talking about housing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you decide to build someplace, you got your nice little quaint spot out in the tree somewhere, you're out there by yourself. You know, if that becomes the norm in the game, do you think that people will respect that? And I'm saying in the sense of, you know, that's just somebody's house. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm just asking, Abdi, I get it, I get it. Because what I'm well, saying is, will. because you haven't right. played Rust, man. Well, well, None well, of you but Rust, played yeah, Rust. But, but, but Rust, <laughs> Rust, but see, Rust cultivates that, and there's a difference when you have a, a game that cultivates it, and a game yeah. that says when something becomes the norm. And I guess, and don't get me wrong, I get that people will do it, but here's the deal, right? We've talked about what happens when you live. Remember, we've talked about the fact that the UEE isn't the only jurisdiction that's going to be in the game. You will be in certain places where if you do certain crimes, i.e break into somebody's home but there could be penalties that come with that and if the penalties weigh enough is it worth breaking into somebody's home only to find nothing but clothes in a tv i get it if there's something there i get it if you think that you got to lead that there's something at this place but if this is just a typical residential place and the most that they've got there is some clothing and maybe some weapons and some furniture and is, if I take the heat for breaking in just because, I, you know, is it worth it? And I guess, I'm, I guess my question is, can Star Citizen build that type of thing that says that? Now, mind you, if I'm going to somebody's org base, we might be talking about a whole nother thing there. 
you know, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just trying to project some possibilities because I don't want to write Star Citizen off and say it's just going to be what typical players are always going to do. I think if we don't have certain things in place, you, I would agree with you 100%. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm kind of throwing out there as a question. What do you think, Dark Knight? Do you think I, that... I think uh, Trip just said it, you know, pretty right. We, they need game mechanics to encourage good behavior. Mm. I mean, I think that's that's something that would go in and that would kind of suppress some of those things. And I have a feeling that the law system in general is going to end up starting to suppress a lot of the craziness that we see out there. Now, of course, it's still going to exist. Players are players. That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you give them an inch, they're going to run with it for a thousand miles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't no doubt with it. Right. But, um, but I, you know, when it comes down to having your own home space, your own base, one turret at least, at least have a turret sitting out there that's got some kind of a defensive capability to protect yourself while you're out there but players are gonna come at if they find you they're gonna try and do something okay so i mean some players if they're gonna be around if they happen to find your little homestead out there Mm -hmm. uh some players will find you and they'll just bomb you on on site they don't care (laughs) if they can find you i i like that point that you made dark knight Mm because what are they going to give us to be able to you know hide our base or defend our base and yeah. mm-hmm. and maybe maybe it'll be like you know when you pop out of the server your land pops out too or something like that i don't know mm-hmm. if that's going to be the case or not but mm-hmm. um that could be yeah I'm, I'm curious to see what that looks like because yeah i don't know sorry i didn't mean to say no, no 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 and that's a good point because that could be a possibility mm-hmm. i'm gonna be honest with you i found a place where you could build a house because the way the tree coverage is and stuff they got to find you via ground. I mean, they got to literally mm. stumble upon you. You know what I mean? So I'm, you know, there could be some dynamics like that too. When you're flying overhead, you just can't, you just, you just don't see it. The only way you're going to see it is if you happen to be on the ground, driving through the trees and stumble across this place. So, you know, some people are going to find caves to reside in. Some people are going to build yeah. these little small homes somewhere. And, and I get the risk factor. Fancy tarps that like has video on it of like the surrounding area. All types area. of stuff, right? I mean, yeah. and, and yeah. Right, right, but hey, listen. <laughs> Who says that they can't put in the game one of those things that refracts light, supposedly? It makes us that when you yep. look over there, you don't see mm-hmm. it. I mean, if you're willing to pay for that, I mean, there's a lot of <laughs> cool things that they could come up tech-wise to protect your home, yep. as well as something as simple yep. as a turret, right? I'm just kind of curious, to, you know, in the sense of protecting these things, what are some ideas? I know we've talked about the UEE, if you've got a land claim. Even mm-hmm. then, how quickly do we expect responses to people being able to protect your homestead or your org? And love, let me, you're in an org. What are some things that has your org talked about? And I'm, I'm not talking about giving away any plans, but I'm saying, but have you all had conversations about when we do make a base, what is it going to take to make sure that base is safe? Uh, we have mostly, mostly from an aesthetic standpoint in terms of like, where is it? Is there a pretty view? Does it make sense? Can our ships like land here? Because um, you, I don't, I don't think, I mean, just based on my rust gameplay, I don't, mm. I, if I make a house that is planted on the ground, there's nothing important in it. Right. Like the important things will be in my ships mm-hmm. and it would just be a nice place to meet up or rally. And I mean, who we don't know yet what, what will they give us? Will it just be a room with a bed? Will it be a garage for ground vehicles or yeah. will it be uh, an area to improve, improve components, craft components? Like, 
Yeah. We don't really know that yet, so it's hard to have those discussions when we don't really know how important is it going to be. Because then that brings the questions of, do you need this much land? Are you by these resources? Like, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a lot that goes into that, right? Like, once you've played Minecraft 10 times, mm-hmm. you know where it's better to set up your first little dirt house than the first time you played and you didn't know what you're doing. Right, so right, there's right. a lot of wait and see. So we've, we've floated ideas from time to time, mm-hmm. but the, the homestead discussion is, is still just just a whole lot of dreaming for yeah, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Mm-hmm. Shepard, that's a good point. Say we may consider that yeah. the game mechanics, oops, I'm sorry, but it went by so fast, I'm sorry, uh, may encourage break-ins if you need money to get ship someone to take you off the planet if you crash. Agreed. They, they, there can yeah. be that dynamic. I don't Believe me, I don't want to create this safe and completely 100% safe environment. I'm just mm-hmm. saying I think that it needs to be balanced so that owners of homes can do some things to protect themselves, they may be willing to take that risk, but at the same time, that risk always still has existed. Like I said, maybe somebody does stumble upon, you know, the place that I set up, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's a situation, w- I- I'll give you an example of something interesting. I was watching Kate when she was first playing Star Citizen and they were flying over Hurston and they flew up over Hurston high enough that they were just outside of the uh, armistice zone. And she opened up the door of a cutlass because she wanted to test a gun that she had. And she fired the gun down toward um, New, uh, Lorville. Mm-hmm. She got a penalty. Oh, right. Yeah. I yeah, that's right. From yeah, the sky. That. From the sky. Yeah. She got a freaking penalty. She got like a 20,000 plus a crime stat. Some yeah. crazy thing like that, right? And so... You know, I was just thinking about, you know, Dark Knight was saying he's living in his apartment. You know, how does he protect himself from not getting sniped? You know, <laughs> when somebody flies over the window, his apartment right? in hardcore, right? You know, somebody yeah, fires on you. But I'm wondering whether or not mechanics like that can be built in too. That say if somebody violates his penetrates, penetrates, or maybe you've got a shield, somebody penetrates the area, they get a crime stat. I mean, there's a lot of things that they can come up with. Maybe it's nothing more than a, you know, if they can pick your lock, right? Maybe they can't destroy your building, but they can pick your lock, they can get into your house. There's a lot of fun things that they can come up with. I do want the risk to be there. I don't want it to be this 100%. Everything's just safe no matter what, unless you really work toward a, like an org that's 24 hours globally keeping an eye on your place or something. Know, right? You know, <laughs> that would be about the closest I can get to it. Okay. Yeah. Anybody else got anything else they want to share about that, about protecting your stuff? I don't know. I just want to say is I feel like, you know, I don't, I don't want to be coming back to my, to my homestead and it being like, you know, a new hope where Luke leaves for a little bit <laughs> and he comes back and burnt bodies all in on the ground. I just be like, what happened to everything? I just left for like two minutes. <laughs> that would be Storm bad. walking around. Yeah. That, that's, that's, a, that's a very, very good point. Well, or have a real gun. Yeah. <laughs> a real gun. Yeah, really. With the rail gun, hell yeah. Life is good when you have a rail gun. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Well, listen, we talked about a lot of good stuff tonight. Uh, we are looking forward to 3.15, where we'll finally see the Aegis uh, Redeemer and also the Crusader A2 enter into the game. Obviously, we're looking forward to things such as homesteads and things like that. And as, men- as some people mentioned earlier, when we start seeing ground gameplay really means something. I'm looking forward to roads coming in. Right. I mean, oh, yeah, there's, and there's got to right. be a reason for roads. Mm-hmm. They're not just there for no reason. So, you know, hopefully a lot of these different vehicles we talked about today, we'll start to see them come into play for that as well. Um, I'm telling you, planetary nav mesh, man. We're going to yeah. get people and oh, roads yeah. and settlements. Yeah. Things are going to get populated. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. It'll be something to look forward to. I agree 100%.
Well, listen, we want to thank Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Go ahead. Your your point. Uh, the ninety one people. Oh. People gotta know about this. Okay. So last night or yesterday, we were in uh, doing Xeno Threat, and we had been in game. We probably ended up doing two missions or two two rounds of Xeno Threat. I think we ended up doing. Somebody correct me if we're wrong, but um, I ended up taking a looked into the uh, the comms panel, and I take a look at how many people were actually in the server because it was running really smooth and things were great. I looked and it said there there were 80 people in the server. 81 people total. And then uh, it was 40 out of 81, which was just insane. Is server meshing there? Yeah, maybe little bits and pieces. They're testing stuff. They're trying. I don't know, Dark Knight. You, you got that old graphics processor. I don't, I don't know. Maybe your processor was bugging out on you, yeah. man. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. My graphics <laughs> is like a two years. My CPU is dead. My CPU is like ancient. Oh, my fake God. Fake news. Yeah, fake news. Admiral, you yeah. were there. He said fake, fake news. He said fake news. Ain't that a trip? Oh, my God. That's hilarious. All right. Well, listen, we want to thank uh, everybody who's been here today. Uh, Abdi, thank you, man, for hanging out with us, man. We really, I was looking forward to having you on and I'm glad you were able to make time. I know you got the family and the new baby and everything, but uh, we really appreciate you sharing with us tonight. And of course, Dark Knight and Love Machine. I love both of you guys. Appreciate you guys being here. DK, take them out. Tell them about what's coming up this week. What we got going on? Thursday, 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 if you want to come and join us on Soul Talk, uh, it's our weekly Thursday evening show starting at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's, it's, no, it's 9, no, it's 10 9 p.m. Eastern. Central, yeah. 10 p.m. There Eastern. You go, there, there you go. There you go. A little bit off. <laughs> I forgot myself. But, um, I know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, come join us. You can come to our Discord and uh, join in. Uh, we It is a call-in show. Anybody can join. Uh, just we talk about ISC. We talk about machinima. We talk about cinematics, all sorts of things. We talk about the community. Uh, so it's a really fun night to connect with all of you. And uh, you're welcome to come join us. So mm-hmm. come to us on Thursday, 9 p.m. East, uh, Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> and next week on Soul Citizens, next Sunday, we have Psychology versus Psychosis, or PvP. Every oh, oh, <laughs> gameplay. So our PvP people cool and calculating or are they insane you decide viewers <laughs> well, that's not the show you asked me to be on <laughs> yes, well, yeah, yeah. yeah you guys get to decide we're not going to decide on that one but uh yeah we hope you guys could join us next week um okay i think that's about it for our show we are going to raid uh levang fan I've watched him play before. He's out there tonight. Great streamer. We are going to send some love his way. So we're asking that you guys uh, send some love as well. Let him know that you came over from the Soul Citizens. If you like what you see, be sure to uh, let him know that you like what you saw. Okay, give him a shout. And hopefully we'll see you guys uh, this Thursday, if not next Sunday for PvP. And as always, thanks for hanging out with us, especially with the technical stuff tonight. Uh, but we want to tell you guys, as always, peace, love, and soul. You guys take care of yourselves. Virgin for life. <laughs>